0: block Talk Radio.
1: Yeah. Welcome to the War Room. We got Ted, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander.
0: How you wanna end the one or two hour show to get the brain running with the premieres talk on a national level, bold with the topic, sorta like rub When it game time, like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports and politics, their minds a little bit. Medicine and sports veterans and great the four for
2: twenty-six tort of war in Kuwait. It's the war room for five nights at the round table, five silly guys, the principled and educated. Yo, 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 what's up, good people? You are once again live in the War Room. Brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Jimmy the Blueprint. And I'm in the building with my brother, B. Austin, since the games we rap about the most aren't in play right now. Um, listen, there's been a lot of hot topics this week, and so we're going to talk about all those. But, you know, you know how we do. We're going to cook big dumbasses anyway. So keep a lock right here for this and everything else happening in the world of games of amusement. And get it in our conversation. Make sure right now to go to the JW Philly Realty chat room. How do you get there, you ask? By going to blogtalkradio.com slash Room. Or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter, which is at Warren Sports. You can also call us directly in about five or ten minutes. We're going to open up the Digital Extreme Technologies Hotline. And that number is 323 410 0012. Before we get started, make sure that during the week, when we're not on the air, you can check out all of our archive episodes. You can do that at warrensports.com, of course. Um, you can do it from our mobile app. Which is uh, right on the website. Everything we do is on the website, so you want to make sure you're checking the website to get all the information. But you can check all of our archive episodes in our mobile app. It's also on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your podcast. You can find the War Room. But uh, be awesome, man. I got a question before we jump into all this sports, man. Is that what your man R. Kelly making songs, man? As long as an entire sitcom episode, yo. What's wrong with the boy, B?
3: Yo, both different, man. He's just waiting. He's just waiting for them to legalize pedophilia, man. And then his catalog yo, is going to go to the moon.
2: I, I, I just don't understand. I Well, you know what, though? Like, I don't understand anything anymore. Because these days... When I, look at
1: things,
2: <laughs> yo, I don't get it. Yo, I'm about to rename this episode. I don't understand anything anymore. Because a lot of times when people make steps or say something or do something... I'm like, yo, why would you do that? And somehow it seems to work. Um, every idiot has a platform, and the idiots are sticking together. So, like a lot of people make movies, man, and it doesn't work. But I've seen like a lot of his fans, like, yo, support the nonsense. But
3: yo, I I ain't, I ain't even gonna, yo, I I wish you even, wouldn't even answer ask this question because now I got to kind of answer it. It's like outside, it's it's hard to be objective with him. Why? Because I got a fourteen-year-old daughter, so I can't yeah. really be objective. Like I believe that yeah. he should be split in half with a samurai sword. But why wow. you? That notwithstanding, as an artist, purely as an artist, I don't mind the chances Ball takes with the way he creates art, man. Like, Yo, but that it ain't it. Difference. Ain't necessarily my twist. Yo, shout to Hank,
2: man. Hank is an R. Kelly fan. He refused to give up. Because the thing about our Kelly is, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, without, without, um, without all the nonsense, he's arguably the greatest R&B he, singer of He, all he
3: got whatever whatever the thing is that, that Michael Jack had and Prince had, he got a little bit of that, whatever yeah, that is.
2: Because it's, it's one of those things where, like, you know, and, and sometimes I know with athletes specifically, because we're talking about our sports, with athletes a lot of times we tell people to, um, you know, separate what they do on the field or, or the court. Yeah, do, yeah. But it's more difficult with your entertainers. And even today, even the whole adage of separating what an athlete does is more difficult because we grew up in a town right. where we just didn't have this much access to information. Because a lot of these much, dudes were weird. Yeah, coverage. Dudes, and a lot of these dudes, in retrospect, are doing a, a lot of our favorite artists of all time have done what he's accused of doing. Um, But man, we're just living in a different time, man. It's to the point now where I just don't understand anything, you know? Like, Yo, I don't understand how can how can, no how
3: can this generation have heroes?
2: Like, how can they anything, have
3: heroes? Yo. I
2: don't understand. Yes, <laughs> I don't yo. understand politics. I don't understand finance. Yo, Facebook made thirteen point some odd billion dollars in a quarter, and their stock just took a plummet because, like, their earnings were like one cent off per share. Yo, I just don't understand anything no more. Nothing makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense, yo. Nothing makes sense in twenty eighteen, man. Uh, you know, and I know that. It's funny because I remember going back to our show. Now, our show started almost a decade ago. And I go back and listen to the old episodes sometimes.
1: Damn.
2: And and I will be laughing at, like, how we talked about social media and the effect of social media. But over the years, it's just, got, it's just grown and grown and grown to the point where, like, yo, I don't even know if there's a separation. You used to say back in the day, like, oh, man, that's just online. That's not real life. Yo, does that exist anymore?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yo, it don't exist no more.
2: Yeah, it definitely. Online, been a
3: online, online is real life. Offline, that's why you are a weirdo if you are offline.
2: Yo, man, like cats don't even get off the porch no more because they don't have to. Like they just, yo, I'm talking about Stone Cold. Like cats just be online arguing with each other. We're going to talk a little bit about that. uh
1: soon. <laughs> soon. My
3: son, uh, my son is a ten year, is a ten year old athlete. Now, back in the day, what, what did we do? yo, we was outside from dusk to dawn on that basketball court, on that football yeah. field, stickball, uh-huh. whatever. Yo, my son be outside by himself.
1: Like, <laughs> <he> <laughs> in his ball,
3: like, by himself.
1: Come so over, he's, the you, he's the weirdo
3: because he's outside by himself. <laughs> yo,
2: shout out, shout out to oh, Dallas. He's off the porch already, man. He's off the porch. Anyway, man, listen, we got to give some birthday shouts before we move any further in our show, man. And um, You know, the birthday, the birthdays. My
1: birthday,
2: yeah! First birthday, I know B. Austin has something to say about this. Is one Delonte West who turns 35. Um, salute to Delonte ah, West. Salute to I'm LeBron's even,
3: dad.
2: Yo, we're going to leave that at that, man. I ain't, I'm i not even going to go any further. Um, how about <laughs> this guy down here? A, DM, a DMV legend, nonetheless. Uh, not your ordinary Joe Smith turns 43. Birthday. Yay! What's your name about Joe I
3: just saw. I just saw Joe Smith in Atlanta. He lives
2: here now. Oh, okay. Everybody lives there That's now.
3: Funny.
2: Everybody yeah, lives true. in Atlanta now. Yeah. Shout out to Joe Smith though, man, because that boy like people forget just how good he was. He was nice like,
3: like, in college.
2: Like, at the collegiate level, yeah, yeah. But there's certain cats that at the college tr- level, right? Good. That are so that are so great, but then their pro careers aren't the same. So we tend to like forget how good they were as a college player because they, they just didn't have that same level. First person that comes to mind is Christian Leitner, who didn't have a bad pro career,
1: <laughs>
3: but he
2: was so badly in college that he we was didn't... trash. No, his he pro trash. career wasn't that trash though. Like I... somebody out there listen, yo, give me Christian Leitner's career statistics in his best season because I don't think he was that trash, but the fact of the matter is the bar was set so high in college that when he got <clears> to the pros it was like, Yo, like what are you doing?
3: Yeah. So anyway, man I don't I know why you let I don't know I don't know why you let that mountaineer live.
1: He was trash.
3: Yeah, I know, I
4: know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, you know,
2: he he had the right complexion for the connection. But anyway, man, one more birthday. We got a special birthday shout out right now. We want to give a birthday Damn. shout out to Chase Alexander McMillan. Chase, happy birthday! I know you are. Damn. Birthday, the killer 10, 10, 10, 10. returns. <laughs> happy birthday to Saltic. Yeah. Um, hope you enjoy Team Titans. Uh, Dev is out there with the young lion on his birthday. So, salute to him on his birthday. Man, we got to give beautiful
1: a birthday thing. shout out. It's it's it's
2: and we like to do a good brother. Board. Yo. What's
3: up? Good brother. Before That's we fine. move on from the birthdays, I, I, I have to say something to some of our DMV listeners, if you're out there and you and you frequented um if you frequented Run and Shoot or the building where Run and Shoot existed between mm-hmm. two thousand and I'd say twenty ten. Yo, I know you hear us clown Delonte West quite a bit on this show because some of the shit that he does just deserve to get clowned. But on the low, having known that brother for for a good little while and hooped with him, he, he never said more than four words. I, would, I wanted him to get back to the NBA, man. Mental health is real, man. And and I'm looking and realizing, yo, at 35, of course, you're still a young man. He has, hopefully, more life ahead of him than behind him. He's never going to play in the NBA ever again. And I probably yo, knew that those, three years ago.
2: That, I forgot that he was a DMV guy, too. Like, DMV got a, yo, a lot of nice players that come out of the DMV. Yo, they do. One day, one day we got to do, like, a, a, a greatest DMV player, because I know a lot of our fans are in that area, yo, Um, to see who who people believe yo, is the will, greatest will, player of all say,
3: time. And they'll say that, and they'll say that, hey, DMV the best, Joe. We had Len Bias. I'm not gonna comment I mean, on that. Go true,
1: ahead, All mothers, I know they would say that.
3: All
2: mothers. All mothers, I know they would say that. But, mothers. Mothers, would say that. Um, but the funny thing is, from everything I know now, again, I'm not, I'm not down there. I'm, I don't have as much experience in the DMV as you brothers do. Um, but from everything I read and saw, and even heard pros talk about, like the cat Len Bias. Now I don't know if it's like because of the way his his story ended. But they were talking about Mo like he was supposed to be, like, the next one. So
3: Yeah, I mean, he was. He, he would have been.
2: I mean, for all our DMV listeners, man, hit, hit us up on our social media, the chat room, whatever. Who do you guys think is the, the, the best DMV player, you know, of all time? And by the way, uh, Skyview, Bo Kimball definitely, because Skyview's in the chat room talking about Bo Kimball in terms of being a collegiate superstar. Bo Kimball was oh, that Oh, yeah, guy. Bo
3: Kimball was that bull. And, yeah,
2: and I watched boy. Bo Kimball play in high school and I thought Bo Kimball was going to be the next Magic Johnson. He was the best thing I've ever seen. But um
1: <laughs>
2: Be also awesome, on top of your head though, who's the best D M V player of all time? Now remember, we got a Joe Smith, we got a Delon not saying they the best. Who's the top? Who's the top? We got
3: Walt. Huh? We got Walt Williams, the wizard. The wizard. We got oh. Wink. We got we got Wink, aka Steve Francis. Um, oh, no, are we, are we, playing. when you say the best, are we talking what? about is NBA? Are we talking?
2: I know, I know he made it to Maryland. He went to Maryland, but is he from the area, Steve Francis?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll claim, they'll oh. claim him. When he, when he does something stupid, they say he's from Tacoma Park, but when he does something great, he's from DC. Oh, okay. that's just how oh. they that go. I
2: hear, I hear um, you, young.
3: But yeah, um. there, there, there's, there's a, <laughs> yeah, you right, you know what I'm saying, youngin'? Now, are we going playground legends or are we going NBA?
2: I mean, you got a playground legend out there that's worthy of mentioning amongst the greatest uh, yes. D&D players of all time. Now, remember, this, this is D&D, yeah. so it's all three of them. All three of y'all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all three if we of talk,
3: y'all. If we, if, we talk,
2: if we talk of Virginia, we also talking about um, White Chocolate. No, mm, no, he's West Virginia. Nah, that, he's so
3: wet, no, he's West Virginia. So he's West out, Virginia. out there where they married. They, they married. They brothers and sisters get married. But, no, um, I would put right, right up below the great sad Oz, who is probably the greatest playground player I ever saw, I would say Kurt Trouble Smith. Okay. Whose brother Charles Smith was nice and made it to the league. Kurt Kurt, there's no there's nobody that came up in D C in the seventies, eighties and nineties that won't tell you that Kurt Smith is the best basketball player they ever saw. Even if they went to a Wizards game and saw MJ.
2: That's interesting cuz I never I've so, never verbal now, now I got to do
3: my I got to yeah. do my due diligence. diligence. Kurt, um, trouble he had a trial with the uh with the Indiana Pacers in in 1993 and he uh, allegedly allegedly was getting a couple of dollars the way that cats got a couple of dollars in 1993 so when they gave him the trial uh, he uh he flew he flew 25 of his homies out there and uh management was like uh no uh-huh. <laughs> no can do.
1: do.
3: So he, he, he's he, he a... flew he flew he flew twenty-five of them out So he's a legend in two games
1: if you um, tell me,
2: basically.
3: He's a legend. He's a legend in two games. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Greg Jones, who's another who's another DMV legend, and my homie, personal homie, Sheik, Sheik Pearson, Sheik the Freak. Had no jump shot, couldn't shoot a gun if he was standing in front of a wall and hit it. But his handle was something I have never seen before on somebody that was that that size. Pause. Yo, they they, uh, they had a, they had some they had some hoops down here. They had some hoops. Yo, anybody listening
2: that knows any DMB hoops, let us know who you think is the uh, the best one. Um, Skyview says uh, Reggie Williams, David Wingate, Dominique Wilkins, Mike. Yo, he said, how you forget Allen Iverson, though?
3: Allen Iverson is not from the DMV, although they do claim him, too. He is definitely from Tidewater, Virginia, which is four or five hours away. He had nothing well, to do on, with hold D.C. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Other, other, than, other, can, other, other than, okay, Georgetown. No, the DMV,
2: DMV, to my knowledge, is D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. You're talking about
3: Uh-oh. D.C. I said no, the DMV. no, when, yeah. When you say DMZ, that's limited to Northern Virginia. So you only have the top, the n- northernmost two or three counties of Virginia, and you got the southernmost counties yeah, I, of Maryland. I, 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 like I'm you familiar.
4: don't.
2: I'm not, I'm not familiar with all the politics down there. Um,
3: yeah, I so got, you... I got you, I got you. Like you can't, you can't mix a Baltimore, you can't mix a Baltimore, a Baltimore dude with. We can't throw Sam Cassell in here.
2: All right, so you said you can't mix a Baltimore dude with a what?
3: A Baltimore dude with a DMV dude. Like, that's two different cultures, two different – they
2: exist
1: stand alone. Hold
2: up. So I'm really confused now. I didn't know about – I didn't know about none of this culture, Young. So hold up. You're saying that Baltimore is, quote, unquote, not really considered the DMV.
3: At all. Not at all. Just like Tidewater – so you can't – Allen Iverson and and Alonzo Mourning and those cats, they stand alone down there in the Tidewater area. That, that, right, that's so what, its what own – that's its about, own enemy. What
2: about Muggsy Bogues then? What about Muggsy Bogues? Where is he from?
3: is Baltimore. Right, he was man, not a DMV guy. He was a Baltimore.
2: I somebody else calling call or had somebody else call in and explaining to me this DMV yeah. policy. And, and um, this, sound like, this sound like a bunch of gangbanging to me. We got a couple of calls now. we me to D- get
3: you D- the DMV. DMV is a 30 I would call it and this is me talking I'm not one of them so they may even correct this but I would say it's a it's, it's a 20 mile radius of Washington DC city limits a 20 Damn mile radius you outside of that out 20 of they not considering so, so, you DMV
2: All right so my thing is there has to be parts of Virginia that's including the DMV or what be called the DMV you are saying only a couple yeah, counties
3: yeah. yeah only a couple counties so you're 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 talking uh Alexandria, Arlington, maybe a little bit of Loudoun County, but that's it. Once you get out beyond that's that's they so stay about, on their own. They're about, not considered what DMV. Richmond? What about
2: Richmond, young?
3: Richmond stands on its own. Richmond Ooh, okay. cats are not DMV cats.
2: Okay. Yep. I think that's the brother Phil on the line. He's he's in Virginia, so no, he probably got away but before I Phil hold on one second. I think that's also Tobias, but uh before we uh, move, before we move any further, anyway, um, want to <laughs> bring up a couple <laughs> hot topics that we're going to bring you guys online line in like three minutes. Absolutely. But uh, the hot topics, the hot topics are brought to you by my bookie. Let's talk cash, man. And you know, when we talk about cash, we talk about great cash, homie. Let's talk about how much you can make betting on sports contests at my bookie. If you haven't yet checked out my bookie, this is a great time to do so. Lay down some dough on the biggest games <laughs> in sports. Join us and thousands of online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. Don't forget that's mybookie.ag. If you're tired of getting the runaround when it's time for a payout, that's why we urge you to join MyBookie. You win, they pay, it's fast and without any hassles. You're wasting your time betting on sports and anywhere else. Change. Listen, man, they have in-game live betting so you can place your wages after slash kickoff, flash kickoff, face faceoff, or whatever it is you want to bet in. Join now, and MyBookie will match your first deposit with the fifth Percent bonus. Just use the promo code Warroom and that's W A R R O O M to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. And remember what you get paid.
3: Straight cash, homie. Anyway, man. Oh, they let you um, cheat, man. They let you bet bring, after the game started.
2: Want to bring uh, bring up the homie Gerald Jones? We got to get into this in a minute about Gerald Jones because he says that his yes, players. Sir. They must stand for the national anthem with their toe on line. He took a, He said toe on line, and he threw in, "We still support Papa John's. We we ain't giving up on Papa John's. We team Papa John's, and our players must stand for anthem regardless of anything else, and they must have their toe on the line." Man, I know you got some thoughts about that, but hold that be off awesome because we got a couple of calls on the side for a minute. So let's see. Yo.
5: Hey, what's up, gentlemen? How are you, Tobias?
3: Sir? Was Roll good. Roll damn tide, bro. Roll damn tide. Let's be hey. honest here. Tobias hey,
2: is the, be- the, the, the head of the James Winston fan club. Shout out to you, man. You know what I mean Crab Gang?
5: Hey. You gotta remember, I'm also a Bulls fan, and I saw Denzel Valentine, a former lottery pick, get cooked by some guy named Frank Nitty at the Drew League, who sells cell phones for a living. All right, how do you let a guy get 45
0: points of slanging cell phones on you? let's, uh, let's, yo, yo, let's be, Nitty. Nitty. Let's Nitty. be, let's be honest Nitty though. Though.
3: Frank Why? Nitty
1: cooks everybody, cook. everybody, Frank
3: Nitty Frank <laughs> Everyone. Everybody gets it from Nitty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I, I, I was on YouTube looking at
2: Frank Nitty, how Frank Nitty cooks everybody and then goes back to work selling cell phones. Like, he just got to come in and let y'all know that it is what it is. You're going to get these boots <laughs> And you're going to buy this plan. You're going to get the unlimited data plan, too.
5: (laughs) All right. How he doesn't have a 10 day contract is beyond me. He must be 5'8. I don't know, but he has to get a 10 day contract. contract
3: No, no, listen, listen, listen. He is literally 132.7 pounds. So while he can get it offensively, he can score with the best of them defensively. See, they don't play no D in the Drew League, they play a little tiny bit. In in the NBA, he wouldn't he wouldn't last five seconds defending Russell Westbrook at all. Yo, yeah. too he he
2: gave Denzel Valentine all kinds of smoke. I tell you that. Hey, though. the funny part was
5: Denzel Valentine trying to cross him up. He got his cookie snatched anyway. Oh, like dude, like got your young grasshopper. But uh, <laughs> Yo, did he did he, talk, did he talk trash to him afterwards? Yes. <laughs> I'm like. Y'all drafted this dude in the lottery. Denzel Valentine was looking like looking chunky like Jared Dudley out there. But anyway, uh <laughs> your boy, Jarrah. Man, here's the problem. They need to stop appeasing Donald Trump because it ain't working. All these all he's doing right now is whenever he does something stupid out there, he it's like break glass. National anthem, because that would drive that would get his uh racist base going crazy.
3: That's the needle. He, it move it moves yep. the needle.
5: But hold yep. on, Tobias. So and,
2: what's crazy about this is Jeral also sent a shot at Trump, talking about he's problematic for the NFL. So Jeral's just out here, like, just, just, you know, he's in his. He I, don't, in his I, I don't. Think, his I don't
3: think. Girard, I don't think geral I don't think geral's position is really tied to Trump. I think that. I think Jeral is a part of the patriarchal white supremacist system that runs the United States. Of a America I think that's who and what he is And so for, from his perspective You know Yeah a lot of what he's saying and doing, and doing aligns with Donald Trump but I don't think He's doing it because of Donald Trump I think he wants to let Young, uh, young African Americans know that They should be damn thankful That they're allowed to make these millions They're allowed to date these white women they're allowed to do all of this, and they should be damn thankful and stand with their hands over their heart for the national anthem and flag. Damn their beliefs. Damn the fact that Stand Your Ground is killing black men at an at a unfathomable rate. You're allowed to play sports, entertain us, run, ding, and run, jump, ding, and jump, sing, ding, and sing, and make a good wage doing it. I think that's how
5: Gerald really feels. It, it isn't about Trump. But I could. Okay. okay. Yeah. I got you. Uh, you know what I think also? And hey, can we be honest about this also? If these white owners could find a bunch of white guys to be running backs, wide receivers, cornerbacks, all that, they would have them in there instead of these color boys. Let's just be honest about that. He
4: called uh, them color boys. Yo.
5: <laughs> hey, we got people in Alabama that still say color, by the way. But that's a whole different show. But, uh, the problem is that it was like dying down until Trump started talking, like last year. But the problem the problem I have is, what's the big deal if they don't stand? What's the big deal? If you want to stay in the locker room, fine. Flavie is staying in the locker room forever. What's the problem? The problem is that they want to stay doing your own time. They don't want to talk about racism, white supremacy, because they're benefiting from it. He, what a lot of these black people don't realize, don't want to understand is, they don't. Ha- Jerry Jones don't have to call you the N word to be a white supremacist. It's systemic. It's that we ain't got the young sisters out there in Oakland who got stabbed in the neck by a white convicted felon, but they want to talk. Oh. about you have mental illness, but yet they want to pull a picture of them with guns, like having a gun in a regular picture it's perfectly legal.
1: That's the systemic stuff. But we'll That's see, what these people black people are
5: taking people, knees for.
2: People don't understand the difference between white supremacy, as the awesome talks about, and just flat-out bigotry. They, they're like, if I'm not calling you uh, the N-word to your face or, or spitting on you or letting my dog loose, then um, I'm not racist. I'm not a white supremacist. Because people don't understand white supremacy.
3: Yeah, um, yeah.
2: And also, you're you're, you're, have, edu-
3: you're, educate, you're educating educating yeah. them right now. You're educating and, them right now, brother Jimmy, because respect, when right. those words, those mm-hmm. words become synonymous to the uneducated. Like people believe white supremacy, racism, and bigotry are all one and the same. They're related, but they're not the same thing.
2: Not at all. And see, yes, uh, and the all thing right. is, a lot of people, a lot of people also, because we live in a country that worships money and power. Um, when you have someone like a Geral or um, like a Drump, uh, who has a certain level of power or success, people feel like um, they must know what they're talking about. They must be right because of where they sit, um, you know, in our country, which is ridiculous. But I'm just telling you uh, what I see because I've I, I just I just peruse I just peruse the interwebs, which is real life now. As me and me and B also talked about, there's no difference between the internet and real life, um, and. I see people make that excuse. Well, I mean, he knows better because he's this. Or he knows better because he's created this or owns this. And it's kind of funny. um, Because one thing has nothing to do with the other. We also live in a time of uh, complete anti-intellectualism where people are bragging about not being smart or not thinking in 2018, which is weird. I I don't understand anything no more, Tobias. I told you, I said it at the outside of the show I'm like, yo, I don't understand anything no more. The world is like off its axis right now. You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what players want to stand up to uh ownership or make this a bigger issue or where they uh quote unquote have their toe on the line.
5: Hey, you know what, can I say i gotta say this about my guy Jameis real quick before y'all go. Uh it's one of those things where they, they took the mirror down for PR purposes. Uh do so I think he could approve as a quarterback? Of course. But I also think that he's not as bad as the media make him out to be. The media act like he's David Carr out here, (laughs) you know, the way they talk about him. But I just want people to think, they say, well, he can make it up by he winning. Or with Ben Roethlisberger, well, he had a Super Bowl. So you mean to tell me that if you win football games, you really don't care about the rights and and well-being of women, as long as you win football games, that's what you're trying to say. Because they don't hear a word about Zeke Elliott when he pulled that white girl's top down visibly but no one it's not like they don't yo, talk about that. Yo. Now.
3: Jimmy Jimmy just explained it, man. He just explained yep. it. Anti intellectualism is one. And two, as we so fondly say on this show, winning cures all. Winning cures all. And unfortunately that's not necessarily a positive statement. Like people have forgotten mm-hmm the trouble, not totally, but they're willing to turn a blind eye to past indiscretions. If you're winning football games, you're winning basketball games, or you're generating revenue, you generate revenue and profitability. You'd be shocked at what your employers will tolerate. Yeah. Yep. Football,
5: yeah. Football's the ultimate team game where, you need every, you need all the components of a team to win, and it just boggles my mind with that. It's like, oh, well, Ben Roethlisberger had two cases. Oh, he had a Super Bowl, and, he, and although he came on to a ready-made team already, and you know, but anyway, oh, it's all good, and it's like Ray Lewis, it's all good with his situations. So it just, it just to me, do they really care about the well-being of the alleged victims of these situations? Or they just want to do fake outrage so they don't get uh, in trouble in the media. And I'm going with the latter. But I know you guys got to go. But, hey, you guys take it easy, and I will not yell at Denzel Valentine on Twitter.
3: Hey, hey, man, (laughs) Tobias, Tobias, if you ever notice notice in in today's society, large brands, teams, uh, endorsers, advertisers, employers, doesn't matter. Large brands with a media presence, I'd say Fortune – 1,000 companies and and up, they don't make, they don't rush to decisions. And the reason they don't rush to decisions they'll tell you is, well, we need to know all the facts or we want to know all the facts. No. They're taking the temperature of public opinion with regards to the indiscretion. And they take the temperature before they make a decision about Letting that person go or cutting money—it's not about right or wrong, or getting all the facts. That's what we—that's society we live in.
5: Hey, but but hey, I, I feel on that. Hey, you guys have a good one, man, and I would holler at you guys next week. All
3: right,
2: good brother. Have a good one.
5: All right, are oh, you too? Peace. All
2: right, we got another call on line before we move forward. to Homie, homie, Phil Phil I see the seven five seven Philmatic.
0: You what's good, fellas.
2: Phil, there what's he up, is. Milano, like Phil, you know what I'm saying? Now, Phil, I don't know whether you have any knowledge of this culture or, or you know what I'm saying? Because B Austin is schooling me on DMV culture that I wasn't aware of. You know what I'm saying? He says AI is not DMV because it's too far south. Like, what's your perspective on that? That is correct. All right.
0: So, the way it was explained to me uh, uh, many moons ago is that everything north of Richmond. And everything below Baltimore is DMV. That's how it was explained to me. I don't know if that's exactly correct. I do know for a fact Richmond is not considered DMV. 757, okay. you know, Hampton Roads, Tidewater area is definitely not DMV.
3: You know, and, and Baltimore. You know,
0: from an outside perspective, it's considered that. And but
3: Baltimore. Like people, and Baltimore is definitely not DMV. I know cats in, in both places that are pulled. Or pull the mean out on you if you consider them from the other place. Exactly.
2: It, like okay, like, so like so just say, it but, like this. So basically Captain Baltimore thinks DMV sucks. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what no, I hear you saying. Yeah, I'm
0: not saying that. I'm just saying that's how they feel. I mean, okay. but but like put it like this, Jimmy, it's like when when you hear people from New York say the tri state, they're talking yeah. about Jersey, Connecticut and New York, but they're talking about North Jersey. They're not they're not counting Camden. As part of, you know, their tri-state. And the same thing, gotcha. when you hear the, the Delaware Valley, they're talking about South Jersey, you know, basically Philly, not really the rest of Pennsylvania, and then, you know, the the hood part of Delaware. I mean, okay, you
2: know. I do I, not I have to make the distinction, because if that's the case, I take back my statement, because I was giving the DMV, when I was praising their ballplayers, I was giving them credit for all the Baltimore Cats. In that case, Baltimore probably got better players no.
1: than the DMV yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Multiple Listen, and and worlds, to
2: bring
3: so. it and to bring it to hoop, and to bring it back to to this thing of ours that we love so much. There's a park that's outside of the Baltimore Washington Airport, and I used to drive 28 miles to go hoop here. Now, having moved to D.C. and spent so much time there, the difference in ball is like you'll have a game that will play to 11 or 16 or 13 or whatever. And that game is going to take a long time because of the number of fouls that cats are going to call <laughs> in that game. I went to this park in Baltimore, and I, I – fellas, I called ball. Yo, everybody stopped like two and three courts over and looked at me like, no, we they don't, said why are you trying, don't why you, trying to why are you trying to carry
2: me? Why you trying to carry me?
3: Yo, we we don't call ball we don't call ball in Baltimore. Like if I give you foul because I fouled you cool, but we we play gym ball here. And I said, but yo, right, I, I, want, I I wanted, get, I wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted to
0: throw I wanted to throw one of um uh, dudes that you thought were gonna be that guy in the NBA that just never was? Uh-huh. I know who I, I don't know if y'all thought he was, but I thought I thought Sean Restford was going to be like the greatest shooter ever oh, in yeah. the history of the, of the, of the league. Yo.
1: Yeah, I was fooled. I was, I was fooled for a little I, bit. I thought he was going to be good.
3: Fooled.
2: I didn't think he was going to be like the greatest ever. Like what I'm saying, what I mean by that is like I thought Sean Restford was going to be good, but I thought like yeah. like when I watched, alright, for instance, when I watched Glenn Big Dog Robinson play in college, I thought he was going to yeah. be a top five player ever. Because he was absolutely <laughs> cooking people in college. My man took Purdue in the tournament. Yo, Purdue, he was giving everybody everything they wanted. And I remember yo, that game they First
1: Purdue of all, was,
3: why did he even eat? go to Purdue? Yo, yo, you, you, know, you, you, you know,
2: know there was a Exactly, exactly. You know what the defense out here.
3: Big Money ads. Big Money Ed,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Big
3: money Ed saying, made it happen.
0: So there's certain players that like Sean I, I thought he was gonna be like a, I thought he was gonna be like a like a like a Glenn Rice kind of dude, maybe, maybe on a, a a low end Reggie Miller, like not Reggie Miller's level, but something like that where he was just like a clutch shooter that could get you, you know, you know, eighteen to twenty points a game, you know, for but it just never materialized for him.
3: Yo, who thought Jimmy? Yo, the DMV. Was Remember, Jimmer for Denton college. The, the DM, out yo, I thought Jimmer, I thought Jimmer was all of it. I thought he was going to be. Yo, he at least half of what Steph Curry is. I thought he was going to be it. But for yo, for the Steph DMV, I throw a couple. I throw a couple. I throw a couple. A couple of DMV names out, contemporary names, to give him a little bit of a spark. Kevin Durant, Michael Beasley, Jared Jack, and Nolan Smith. So that's their okay, four okay. most recent ki- killer uh, uh, killers. I, I, I... Okay, wow. I mean that's 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 the name. I mean KG I mean, is. I mean
4: look, don't, look, don't, look don't at that
3: Baltimore.
1: Baltimore, standout, but...
2: Baltimore got Reggie Williams and Reggie Lewis, Sam Cassell, Muggsy Bogues, David Wingate, and people forget how good he was in college at uh, Georgetown. Um just because he went to a Do Melo cow or is he from New York? All, all those <laughs> cats went to Dunbar. <laughs> Yo all those cats I just named, all of them went to Dunbar. Shout out to Dunbar.
3: Melo claim claimed Baltimore. Well, Baltimore claims Mello anyway.
2: Yeah, that's true too. That's true too. But I'm just saying, like Baltimore, now that I, if I take that away, like because um, like Carmelo went to Baltimore, um, Keith Booth, Sam Cassell, Quentin Daly, uh Juan Dixon, remember Juan Dixon? Mm-hmm. Rudy yep. is. Rudy maybe went there. Uh, Gene Shue, <laughs>
3: Marvin Webster.
2: You know what I mean? Like they got. Uh, no, I didn't Baltimore. even know.
3: I didn't even know. I didn't even know Rudy is, is from uh is from Baltimore.
2: I didn't
3: even know that. So I know you caught that
2: bar. That's a little. That's a little subliminal, right of there. Of course. Rudy
3: that's is. that's bar Rudy. Rudy EJ. Uh, Rudy EJ Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> Rudy is. Oh, I mean, you call
2: him. You call him Rudy <laughs> is. Anyway, um. Oh and yo, I had to answer
0: so, to your question about uh about King Colonizer. Uh eight eighteen points a game. That was his he 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 had eighteen points a game three different times.
2: Wow. You you might know him yeah, as
0: Christian Leitner, but I call him King. No, Colonizer, but what I'm saying is like, that,
2: that was my point. My point is he wasn't that bad. Like like his if if he didn't have He was eighteen
0: the, uh, he was a eighteen he was eighteen a game in the league. Yeah, yeah. Oh, his rookie year and Damn. Ninety five, ninety six, and then ninety six, ninety
2: seven. He was an all star in ninety six, ninety seven. But that's what I'm saying. When you go back and look at his yeah. career, it wasn't bad if he wasn't Christian Leighton. Like if he was anybody else that came like mid first round, he had a solid career, but the fact is he was Christian Leighton. Duke. No, on the
3: spot, on the spot versus on the spot versus Christian Christian Leitner or Jawan Howard. Go.
2: Jumanji. Yeah, I take Jawan.
3: I'll take you on it. No hating because he's white. Probably. Uh, so so, yeah, that's,
2: what, that's what they do. Yo, Phil, why we got <sighs> you on here, man? I, I don't know how much time you got to hang on, man, because uh, we got a topic to get to. Um, and I might just bring it up right now just to get you to weigh on this because everybody knows that you uh you know, Niners fans. You believe 49ers. So one of our topics we're going to talk about this evening is uh, Jimmy G and um, how Jimmy yeah, G is out here. How he eats the him, bo- and him, how goodbye. he
1: eats
3: the box of four stars. <laughs>
2: Yo, he out here living his best life, spending uh, more uh, hey, man, more life. Let, Jim, let Jimmy
0: live, man.
2: Yo, listen, <laughs> let, man, he, let Jimmy he, live,
0: man. As long as, long as he yeah. completes some passes, I don't care who. You
2: know, where, where, and, and where listen, listen man, that thing. He, out here, he out here on his Marvin room, John. Um, he's also out here um, talking, letting his hands go, too, talking about he thought that he was better than Brady, and he was eventually going to take his job anyway. So, you know what I mean? Him being a starter, yeah, is I mean, just like, you know, it's what it is.
0: That's what you gotta say, man. You gotta have that kind of confidence when you when you when you get. I mean, you guys play sports. When you mm-hmm. you have to feel like you're the best, even if even if it's not true. <laughs> you have to feel like that, or you or you shouldn't be playing yeah. sports. Yeah. I mean, we we come from a different era where that actually matters, you know, you know. So your your mentality, you know, spoke about you. So your confidence spoke about you. Like now, dudes is everybody's friends, but you know. I I love I love all my brothers but if we playing anything I'm trying to win. I mean so it's uh-huh. it's just a different mentality. So I get why he says that. Now saying it and it being the reality and being the truth are two different
2: things. Mhm. So you got to you got to you got to uh uh anything you want to say about that?
0: Um you talking do I do I think he uh was wrong to say? I mean that? You, no. thought, you thought that he, was going, you that- thought
2: he was going to taking the boy's job or no?
0: Now I think I think they were they were transitioning to that, and that's why they got him up out of there. That's the, that's the one hundred percent reason why he's out of there. Um, to keep it real mm-hmm. with you, you know, Belichick doesn't love nobody, so yeah. I, I I could see a scenario where after this loss to the Birds, Brady was on the block if they still had Jimmy G, because he was he was already trying to transition into the next you know decade or so of you know the New England Patriots, no. and that was his way to do it, and he was. He said, he don't care. I'm, mark my words. This I, I probably. Kowski will be on another team. Because he, he's just that. I probably that can't.
3: I'm glad we had you to address this because I probably can't. I can't speak to it without a bias because I believe so highly in confidence that if Jimmy G didn't feel that way about himself, I would wish him the worst. Like, why wouldn't he feel that he's better <laughs>
1: exactly. than a forty year old exactly. break?
3: Like I can't I can't fathom I I I have delusional confidence. Like some of the things that I believe about myself I'll never say out loud because I know how ridiculous it is. <laughs> ah, but like <laughs> everybody gonna think he's on drugs. They were
2: like, Yo, you seem Beyonce? honest." <laughs>
1: I'm like, no, why? Eight, 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 eight. These little kids is on everything. Eight, eight, Sir, take your eight, cigarette. weed, Tennessee Paca. I'm I'ma put it I'ma I'm a, a I'ma <laughs>
4: I'm
3: I'm 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 qualify that statement like this. I've been on basketball courts with many NBA players. Many, many times. And I've always thought I was the best one there. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yo.
0: Hey man, I'm the same way. You remember that? You remember that scene in Bad Boys where Martin is looking at John Sally, and he, he looks at him like, "Yo, <laughs> you, you know, that, that, that's your boy." So I mean, it, it, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. You but you gotta have that mentality. It's I mean, the, the the world's not not a nice place. So you gotta you gotta and you know where we from. You know, it's it's kill or be killed. I mean,
4: no, well,
3: no. yeah, man. So, so and and him. and not legitimately, yeah. Shout out to him. Like I would feel I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him to do well if if he felt any other way. I, I you know it takes a confident man to walk out in public with a young woman whose insides have been stretched by donkey dungus. So he gotta have problems, <laughs> young, she, <man. laughs> And she wasn't
0: she wasn't even the young one. <laughs> she wasn't even the young one. She's a uh, forty one. Um. But you know, that, all that yo, shows me, Because I knew I might I'm gonna
2: tell, tell you what that means. What that means is he's knocking things off his bucket list because he probably watched her years ago and was like, "Yo, as, a, I young, in, as a kid." Yeah, when I get in place, that's mine. And he knocked. it So salute to him. I, I'm not even mad at the ball, man. And then it, it, yo, that that's,
0: that's that. If that confidence no, translates I'm, on the field, no. I'm, I'm gonna be a happy dude this coming season.
3: I take, no, I take a different, I take a different approach. No, Listen, no. I know, Dude. I know,
2: I know that you, I know that you're a kind of sort of ladies of, uh, of a certain ilk. Yes.
4: And All I'm saying yes. is if
2: you if you got in a certain position. There's ones that you would want to for, um, for prosperity sake or, or for, uh, for memory.
3: And what they've done I for I you if I had you that type, if I had that type of bread, yo, if I had that type of bread, Bernice, Yo, never mind, man. I ain't gonna. But here's my
1: play thing, no. though. I gotta, you
3: gotta think about it. He's, he's
0: it. white dude that so like that. that I get woman, that. You gotta There's her better. There's better than
3: that. There's better no, than I, that. But Listen, know, we are
2: connoisseurs. Let, let me let me finish though. Let me finish though. But there's always right, going to be. Ahead. There's always going to be um uh, uh some some of the trials that uh may have done something for you as you were coming up as a young man that you have an affinity for who aren't necessarily the like exactly. the bad ones.
3: There's gonna be those like there's probably someone out there. Man, that's Rihanna. That's Rihanna. That's Rihanna for
2: me. Like a lazy (laughs) Duval. I'm I'm not even talking about. I'm talking about someone (laughs) that's that's, in the business. Janet. I ain't talking about Jackson. Like a uh, what's the other young lady? Dominique Simone. Jada Fire. Like somebody. Somebody. Somebody somebody, that somebody somebody that um you know has helped you you know. the grow and mature as a young definitely,
3: man. Definitely definitely not pinky. Well that, that's,
2: oh, that's no, because man. that's because she fell off a cliff is. so fast. But let's not she front like though. Pokemon, let's, not front. let's not front on her legendary status though, man, because Cassie trying to front because of where she is now. Like she wasn't that when she was that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she <wasn't>
2: that
3: <laughs> when she was eight, that
0: Hey, blue shot, you can't you no, can't I'm count, like count her, her, man. She she's a, She's uh she's she's uh compiling stats, you know. She's, Listen, man, she's but la, to lot y'all
2: to, the a lot of a lot of y'all dudes that before know her lost a lot of hand babies to her. That's all I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna leave that
1: alone. <laughs> yeah. Yo, we my gotta point, move no, on. Man, we gotta move just, on. Man, my
2: point, my point is Jimmy G is out here living his best life. He's knocking things off yo, of the bucket this, list.
0: Yo, the, the boy's name is Jimmy Polo on Instagram, man. Yo, you can't tell that dude nothing, man. He 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 got the yeah. bag. Off of seven
2: yeah. games. Yeah, he, he uh, out here, like young, he out here, young he Can't play nothing. Yo. <laughs> so,
0: like I said, as long as he doing it on the field, I don't care. I might, I might, I might send him a couple links in the bio if he could get me, you know, thirty-five touchdowns,
2: you know, forty-one yeah, hundred yards, you know. Yo, some sal- Jenny Polo because I will never Yo, yo, with what,
3: with, with what receivers thinking.
0: though? Hey man, d- 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 details, <laughs> details. You. We, we'll we'll hey, figure that part hey,
2: out. He uh, said he better than Brady. Brady go out there with no receivers, so let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, the, the one time he did
2: have oh, a yeah, receiver, he didn't even chip up. All right, so here's my true. question. So you, so you want to stay on this? Cause we got a couple more football topics. You have to stay on it? Cause I can't help about it. Yeah, anyway. you know I mean, let's talk about uh, Julio Jones, uh, whose holdover, whose holdout rather, was over after one day. They revised this year's salary on his contract, and he said, "I'm gonna be there." Like you know, what I'm saying so. You know what no you guys doubt. got to think about his one day holdout once he got paid. He,
0: he he was there, Rapido. Uh, well, well, they're eight and nine without him, so they needed him. Bottom line, he he. I mean, we yeah, already they, know yeah. he's um, he's he's top two receivers in the league. Yeah, they um, throw the everything <laughs> through
3: through the years through the years. My perspective on the athlete and their positioning with um their employers has changed considerably my my issue my issue with athletes is only when competitive greatness is sacrificed when when they don't want to beat or beat when they don't want to beat the best and when they when they don't want to be the best i take issue with it outside of that i think that players should renegotiate their contracts or try to week to week
1: like especially in the NFL, <laughs>
3: like yo, if I put up if I put up a three hundred yard game, yo, I need I need an extra I'm at two million. Yeah, yeah, I'm at I the just, table I, on Monday this, because
1: this story was on
3: Monday. It'll
2: cut you. said, "Yo, I'm not coming to camp. I ain't doing nothing." And then his phone went off.
3: Like straight cash, homie.
2: He's
0: like I'll be there,
3: Arthur. Blank, yo, Arthur Blank knows what side what side his bread is buttered on. So they knew they they had to cut that. Ch- Julio is six three two twenty and runs a four three. Like you can't, and, and he's gotten to be a route runner. Like you can't really teach that man. You gotta. He made got the MVP. So it was, it was interesting. That, that, yeah. Guys yeah. like guys guys
0: like right Julio. There.
2: Guys like Julio. Um. It's like just them being on the field changes everything, right? So,
3: so whether he guys, gets the ball or not, yeah. whether he, he could, gets he the know. ball or not,
2: he's a threat to score in every play from anywhere on the field. So it's like – And he's an
1: alien. He's,
0: he, he's 6'3". He runs four three forty. Like, his <laughs> catch radius is crazy. And, I mean, so
4: – No, this like, is right he's now.
0: A, he's the, he's I a lesser version of Moss.
2: I need a little wing drop because I am a Martian because he's definitely a Martian, man. Um,
3: Yeah. I'm (laughs) I'm not mad. I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him. And it's a little different than the NBA players. I still feel the same way about them. Like, yo, go and get your money from these billionaires that own these teams. But in the NFL, people don't understand how close being an NFL player is to having a regular job. Like, of course, they have way more – they have a lot more money than a regular job, but they get fired at the drop of a dime. Just like you, you walk in, yeah. they say, listen, we found something in the coffee we didn't like, you're fired. Like, they can do them like that. They can't do that in most other it, sports, and that's probably their fault because of their union being so weak. But I'm all I mean, for that, NFL players trying to renegotiate at the drop of a dime. And unlike
0: a real, it, unlike like that, a real that, job – you won't get CTE from slinging mortgages.
2: I mean, but hold so on, there, right. hold on that's, right. that's a good that's a good segue to a topic I want to bring up, um, because you said that uh, their union and their contracts. Because a lot of cats now, this, this past go around. a lot of cats getting a lot of uh, guaranteed bread now. Um, so they tend to smarten up, man. So,
3: it's re- uh, it's rel- it's relative though. It's relative. It, that trend has to continue, Jimmy, because when you look at what they're getting guaranteed versus the past. It, it ain't it ain't nothing compared to to baseball where you got cats that you and I will never know. We walk down the street and look at them and not know who they are, I mean, and they making twelve that's, mil. That's
2: a It's a different, different sport though. though. Your salary is higher. Yeah.
3: Well,
2: first, first off, them cats play a gazillion games. So it's, a whole it's only team. like
0: it's only like twenty people on the team. It's what fifty three on a on an NFL team? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Plus yeah, yeah. oh, nine. Hard. Plus nine on a practice team. Practice squad. Yep.
2: I just, want, I just want. to say. And they got 153 bar. coaches. I just want to say. Uh, got coaches. <laughs> I just want to say, got your girly on the back. Got your girly on her back like a Rams jersey, because a uh, Fred Billionaire said that bar. But anyway, um, Todd Gurley. <laughs> oh,
4: that's that's, that's uh, my
0: that's my running back, man. That's my uh, my fantasy championship uh, running back. So shout out to, man. shout out to Gurley in the uh in two cap too strong. We're trying to repeat.
2: I heard that. I heard yeah. that. Um, but he just reset the running back market. He got a four-year, sixty million dollar deal with forty-five million of the sixty is guaranteed. Chicken for a running back.
3: Yo, Le'Veon five. Bell rolling over in his yeah. grave, yo. Yo, yo. Le'Veon. nah, nah Le'Veon, Le'Veon, he gonna get his. Le'Veon's well, gonna not. get his Watch, watch he's what Le'Veon not. do. I, I don't
0: know,
3: man. I don't yo, know because Pittsburgh is playing hardball.
0: Pittsburgh was playing hardball. He went on Twitter and was like, "Look." 400 inches a year And, and this dude has a track record Of, 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 of smoking the weed
1: yeah, I mean You're Smoking <laughs> like the weed unfair.
3: Yo I'm going <laughs> to say unfair something unfair. else positive I'm going to say something else positive For Le'Veon Bell Because to me to saying that he smokes the weed Actually is a positive But
1: no, Le'Veon no. Bell but you know what I'm
3: Le'Veon, about. Le'Veon Bell went to the coaches And said in practice yo, I'm going to run this whole practice as a wide receiver. And then proceeded to run the entire route tree in in in, in their practice at 235 pounds as a wide out. Oh, man. Hey, give man, money, oh, man, Give that man some money, man. Give that man some money. All I'm
0: saying is he definitely deserves all the money because he had 85 catches last year. So, I mean, yeah. that would be 12th. And, you know, he'd be tied for 12th in the league. So as a receiver.
3: Yeah. Uh, I tried
1: I, try, I tried
3: that. I tried that I tried that Phil. Now now the downside to that, now I do believe that he is cut from that ilk of like Marshall Falk, Reggie Bush, where he can line up out there and and, and, and have a good day. But he does run a lot of his routes out of the backfield matched up against slower linebackers mm-hmm. that can't cover a cat like that. So that has because I tried that last week and dev hit me with the well, he did come out of the backfield, which is which is true. That that, that that's that's it fair. Is, how how many fair. how many times does he get split out? I, but he does get split out. Mm-hmm.
0: Here's my counter to that. How many New England pass routes would you see where they like four and five yards, and wide receivers are on linebackers? Uh, them little the little, little white um oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, they
1: yeah, got yeah,
0: yeah. in New England. They're running four and five yard routes. Basically, out of the backfield, they're running. They're running yeah. um, out of motion. It's the same yeah. routes that Le'Veon Bell it are, is, where they're underneath routes, except he's able to take them in, and take them the distance. And he's running. He's he's been practicing with AB to to learn certain routes, you know, to, I, I, to run a I mean, little listen, more I don't disagree.
3: I want him to Did be able. Fun, I want I want him to be able to get sixteen mil, seventeen mil per. I want him to be able to get his own strain and 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 his own dispensary in Cali. I want him to be well, able to get all that's coming to him. I'm for it. Well, here's
0: the major problem though. He's 26 and you know that's that's a that's a kid to us, but in NFL he he's basically a senior citizen.
3: You know, especially he's He's no, he's middle age. He's middle-aged. He's middle-aged, yeah, Frank Gore is so rocking at 35. He
0: ha- he has one more and, and you know 28 is the magic number where they start looking at running backs you know, you know, funny like yo, you still here? Like, you know, like I mean, my uh, my cleaning lady coming. That's how they be looking at that running backs when uh, when they get when they start to get close to the twenty eight, you know, 29. 30. Yeah, you well. yeah, you hit
3: thirty, thirty, thirty is that thirty is that age? But I, I if I were him, I would play Frank Francis M. Francis M H. Francis M H. still doing it.
0: Hey man, don't get me started on no the comment. on the guy no uh, Frank no Gordon. No
3: comment.
0: Uh, yeah, please, please don't start me. Oh, but uh I I will say this though. Levion I think he's going to get he's gonna get the fifteen mil, but it's not gonna be the guarantees that he's looking for. I don't think he's gonna get that. No, he, you know, he you, no no no
3: listen. It. You know why he can't you know why he can't get the guarantees? Because he never plays a full sixteen games. He never what plays you know why, why it's, it's that, that too. It's that too. So he'll get but the salary, he, he just won't get the guarantee. Season. He missed. Yeah. He
0: had two suspensions yeah. because of that, and then he had the the, the injuries, and he had mm-hmm. injuries that keep him in the playoffs. Oh. Which but both you both you guys, mm-hmm. both, you guys forgot,
2: both you guys forgot. We supposed to be talking about Todd Gurley and how 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 this works for him, though. That one, right, Y'all, Todd, that one, Gurley Todd Gurley
1: straight.
2: No, no, no. no but, but Yo, uh, you want
1: me to tell you?
3: You want me to tell you how it's gonna work for Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley at the age he is with the contract he just he just signed. Is is gonna is gonna get three major NFL contracts because of his age. Ty Gurley is about to walk of, out of the NFL kind of with over a hundred million. Well, hold on though, hold on though. Yeah, I, with a, I, barring I, major injury.
2: But that, that was my question. A running back's life is only but so short. Like I don't
3: know. I
2: don't
3: no, know. no this listen. After this time. one, he's twenty three. He's twenty three. This one is four years or five years. It's four years, four. right? Four.
0: It's four. four years.
3: He's twenty seven. He's twenty seven. In the third year, it would start renegotiate. Yo, my man's gonna walk out of the NFL barring major in, injuries. If if he goes and sees the wizard, aka Darrell Rivas, and Darrell Rivas kind of teaches him how to negotiate, my man could walk up out the NFL the first running back over a hundred million.
2: I don't know about that because my thing is I don't even understand why you pay a running back even at his age now, like. Running back. I mean, I don't know. Like
0: he's a he's a different, different dude. Up. Though you saw you saw them when they gave him the well, ball there. They, that was the same a, team. No, no, no.
2: It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he is a different dude. There's certain guys that are different dudes, but I guess it all depends upon how you value each position. Like I don't know. I mean, because when you look at the NFL now, like how do you value each position? How do you value a running back? Are you saying that he's at that elite
3: he's a, level? With, he's what like, I all-purpose. All-purpose yes, or Jimmy, exactly. all-purpose yards from scrimmage, all-purpose yards from scrimmage. That's what it, you, yeah, you what, need. It. And they're going to set the barometer. You're, you're going to have to. You're going to have to give me. You're going to have to give me 1,300 yards rushing. You're going to have to give me 600 yards uh, uh, receiving. You're going to have to give me double-digit touchdowns. I
1: guess, okay. I
2: guess for me, I guess for me, it's difficult, right? Because I see, I see these running backs and receivers get checked. But every time I under, uh, watch the championship game, none of them are ever in it. It's always the got P teams with the best defensive line, the best offensive line, in and a, and a good, pretty good quarterback, a pretty good quarterback. Word. Like if you look at the, the top flight receivers that get paid or top flight running backs, they, they don't win championships. Like the teams that listen. I have to
3: listen, listen. Have listen now. You're talking now. You're talking your personal philosophy, which shares some points with my personal philosophy. I don't pay wide receivers. I do pay quarterbacks, and I invest in the very best fat men that I can get on both sides fat of the ball. I don't game. care fat about scoping. F- fat fat men, no, no, doubt, no doubt.
2: Quarterback and fat yeah, boys. They no doubt.
3: That's, that's where the game is played. So, yeah, no doubt. When
0: I look
2: at these top flight receivers, even like this last generation where we had like like Moss and T.O., who were like you know arguably the, the two of the top five receivers of all time, and you throw Marvin there, who's an all-time great receiver. All these guys are Hall of Famers at this point. Um, Marv got his chip, but he wasn't, like, the focal point when they won the chip. T.O. was there with the Eagles, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave that alone because we also get upset. Uh, Randy was there with the Patriots, but <laughs> they weren't. These guys, these guys, and even Adrian Peterson, these guys that, who are all-time great players at that skill position, that doesn't translate to championships. It just doesn't.
1: I
3: don't, I don't, can Can I ask you this? I agree, I agree, but I would, would, would you say that GMs tend to lean too heavily on that all-world talent instead of building that team out around that all-world talent? Because I've noticed NFL GMs kind of get lazy, and maybe that's because of the hard salary cap, so it's kind of difficult to manage, but I don't think because I have the best running back in the game, that means I don't need to invest in the O line and invest in, in in receivers. But I see that as a trend but I, but in the I, NFL. I think, I think
2: sometimes when you invest so much in a receiver or a running back, you don't have the money to spread around amongst the
3: O line. So spread around, yeah. That's true. So, Fair so, point.
2: For me, for me it's
1: interesting to watch here's, how the, here's,
0: with the ball, right? here's, here's what Go those here's what those guys do for you though. They get you 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 they get you damned. Um, to your point, they they don't win as much as as you think they probably should, but they get you there. The problem is because is the balancing act. Like I think what B. Austin was kind of alluding to with the hard cap, you have to be able to balance it. Like you have to be able to get either your quarterback on the on on the low, or you have to be able to get that superstar on the low. Like right now, the Rams are in that kind of like that sweet spot. Where the quarterback is, they got the quarterback for the low for right now, so they can pay Gurley, They can pay all these other people. They got the front big guys, Aaron Donald, defensive big guys. So Aaron Donald's the best player in the league, my personal opinion. But um, they they got they're in that sweet spot now. In about I think either next year or the year after, they're going to have to pay the quarterback, and they're going to have to start breaking that team up. So they have to win right now. They have they have two no years, and the way the birds are, they the birds are in the same place. They they have the sweet spot with the quarterback. Um, they get they have to, but the Rams have to win right now. So you want to pay Gurley to keep him happy, so there's no issues. If they don't win in the next two years, you're going to see, you're going to see either a restructuring, restructuring of Todd Gurley, or a cutting, or a trade, or any of that kind of stuff. Kind of like how Denver did with Clinton Portis.
2: When they had right, here's my
0: spot, and then they couldn't win with them, and they traded
2: them. Here's my thing, right? So I, I sit here, and um, I look at the overall picture, and I see how these moves are made. And it just amazes me because, you know, sports is the microcosm of life. But I, I, So my experience in life is, you know, I'm in the real estate game, the finance game, and it's like people fall in love with shiny things. And B. Austin can relate to this because he's an equities guy, too. It's like you'll have a system that works for you as an investor or a trader, whatever, whatever side you fall on. And it continuously works. But then this company, this stock, or this building will come across, and it's a shiny thing. Definitely. And you jump at the shiny thing instead of sticking to the system. This is why yep. I respect I respect Bill Belichick so much, because he doesn't care about the shiny things. Like He doesn't care about yeah. the fact that you are Tom Brady. I will get rid of you, too, because I'm sticking to my system that works. Well, and to yeah, me, when I'm going to believe,
3: cats fall in love the shiny No individual no individual talent trumps the greatness of the system. I, I feel Absolutely.
0: that. Absolutely. And yeah. I kind of see it. Let me ask you a funny
3: question. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, just look Go at, ahead. You look at the It's success, real quick, right? The egroup is just, very similar with, with, the, um, with the new organization they have running now. Is very similar in the sense that they have their system, and it seems like they're, you know, um, I don't want to say following the Patriots, but they have their system, and this is what they're going to stick to. It's similar, and to me, but, that's powerful. That's powerful to say. Look, this is what we do. Absolutely. If you don't fit within this equation, then and, and, but sometimes you have to adjust your system, which it, which is what makes to me Belichick probably the greatest coach, because he's won in multiple ways with multiple mo- different defenses, different offensive Dude. philosophies, but it's still overall arching his system. And he's not going. Well, he don't care if you're Brady or anybody who's getting ready to get rid of him. So, to me, that's powerful. But I just he, see that these guys fall in love with the shiny thing. So, Gurley's a new shiny thing, like. He's a highlight where he's yeah, a walker. Girly
0: is receivers and um like weapons and you know the the playmakers, they're cars. You know, cars lose value. You know, that. Mm-hmm. you know, everybody people in general just love cars. So basically
2: the defensive so, line, so offensive
0: line, so they're how is, is, is how is all of build the, the foundation of your wealth. Real
2: estate. So, basically, football is guns and butter. So, what you say
3: is that. <laughs> well, no, skill, no exactly. skill, skill, position, skill position players are guns and butter. Let me ask you all a question then. What I'm hearing you say, don't laugh. Don't laugh at this, but it, it is kind of funny. Y'all would rather have Ted Ginn Jr. and Mike Wallace as your deep threats and then get a serviceable Allen Hearns or somebody, a decent route runner, then pay a Julio Jones or an Antonio Brown as your your marquee receivers. Because Ted Ginn, he may not have any hands, but Ted Ginn at 30-something runs a 4-2, maybe a 4-3 legit well,
5: still. now. Mike
3: Walker runs a legit 4-3. got to feel a little better than and Ted Ginn, but if – if, the,
2: that if, is I'm, the if I'm going to take, take that same money and invest it into the fat guys and get quality fat guys up and up and down the line, uh-huh. absolutely. Um, shout out to Skyview yes. in the chat I room. I'd much rather
0: have an Aaron a Donald than a Julio Jones.
2: Skyview in the chat room okay. said that um, he made a couple comments. For one, he said that we made him look up Pinky and uh, we wasn't lying. She definitely fell off. So he looked her up. Um, also, he said <laughs> that... Uh, also, He said he's a Raiders fan. He said, and that's kind of what Al Davis, Al Davis was only concerned with shiny things at some point and the game completely passed him by. So for years, the Raiders weren't relevant because he kept getting
3: the shiny things. That's our new thing. I don't agree with that.
0: Uh, I don't agree
3: agree with that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that because Al Al Davis was enamored with speed, but Al Davis would get fast guys that he didn't have to pay a lot of money to and throw him out there. And we would get like, oh, wow, he got Willie Galt running, you know, running track. Yeah, but he got to a point he, he was drafting
0: those dudes in the was, first exactly,
2: round. Exactly, exactly.
3: He was, uh, yo,
2: everybody everybody yeah. else would have him rated his fourth round talent and because they were faster than everybody else, he was like, no, they're going to the first. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah Willie would, yeah. Yeah, yeah. would. Yeah. 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 and Willie <laughs> Galt,
0: yeah, man, but, like, no.
3: you got, got to build that foundation, man. And Tim Brown was overrated.
0: <laughs> but
3: but, but think,
0: think think about this. The Patriots won with Troy Brown. Troy Brown was the Super Bowl MVP. You see the
3: the
1: no. Julian
0: Edelman no. and Wes Welkers. They're winning no. with
1: these dudes. No.
0: Well, Wes Welker never won.
3: But
1: no.
0: Julian Troy Edelman, Brown. I mean, they, they –
3: Brown, In the last Super Bowl that him. the Patriots yeah.
0: won, they did it without Gronk. But, uh, but, but that my point is the last Super Bowl they won, they did it without Gronk. So it's not like because yeah, they well they got Gronk, they did
2: it the without him. The, who was the receivers for the Giants one? Like David Tyree?
0: They yeah, David yeah. Tyree. They had Plaxico. They did have Plaxico. He was serviceable. I mean, he wasn't a burner. He wasn't a. He wasn't like your typical number one.
3: Nah, number but he, he was. He, uh, he wasn't a burner, but he was a star, so he had a, they had a yeah, star.
2: Yeah. I, I think
3: you notice know a trend. Yeah. The trend for me...
2: We know, casual, but, see, yeah. but, here, yeah. but Hold on, though, Real quick, real quick. While we <laughs> on that point, the Giants had what we were talking about. They had a defensive line, an offensive line, and they invested their money where? Anyway, so my point <laughs> is
1: <laughs> <laughs> the main thing that they
0: have they had a lot of they had a lot of skilled players on the cheap, like they yeah. had uh, Victor Cruz on the cheap, and then he got his money later, and then he fell apart. But when they, the, the last year that they won, he was on the he was still on the you know I think he was making like you know four. He was on the rookie,
3: hours, he was right? on the he was He was undrafted too. I don't think he was drafted. Yeah. He's a free agent. No,
0: he was dude, on
3: the practice but Yeah, I, I practice squad dude. Yeah, I I, I, could, I could see that. I think. The closer you are to the ball, the where the ball is snapped, the more value you have across the board. Dude, to like me, that. the closer you are the to the ball
0: is more valuable these days
3: than the a lot right. of I
2: just, I just want to give a shout to Victor Cruz because he was brought up. Because right now he's, uh, he got the chick Carucci on his arm, and um, mm-hmm. so oh, yeah, salute yeah, to him.
3: He's winning right now.
2: So oh, he's so winning right now. Yeah, yeah.
3: He we'll he I respect I his. I respect his. I respect
2: it. Yeah, so anyway, with all that being said though, man, I just think this is an interesting conversation about girly. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I, I don't know, like when I saw that I'm like, wow, running backs and it kinda of, it is gonna change the market because it's not about what you're like worth, it's what you can negotiate. So salute to him, Here, man. Here's
0: what you gotta do though. Like for real, if you're a running back, you gotta be the man in college. You gotta you gotta two thousand yards, whatever you do, be the man in college, leave as soon as you can. Go get that big contract because Saquon Barkley right now is the fourth highest paid running back in the league. Haven't hasn't hasn't even seen an NFL down yet, but the way the rookie scale works, he's already there. So if you're the man coming out of college, you can already set up with a big contract if you get drafted in that first round. So you you
3: be Saquon Barkley. I like 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 Saquon Barkley. I like Saquon Barkley. I like his skill set. I wonder. I wonder if he's going to be what the Giants think he's going to be, what they need him to be. All
2: right, but here's the I wonder. Thing, right? And this is just based upon, like, um, knowing how contracts are now. Does this mean that Saquon Barkley is the fourth highest paid running back in the history of the NFL?
0: Um, has to. Right? That's a great, has to. I don't know. I don't know. I would have to and I know how I, I, right now he is. I know I know I'm like, very well paid.
2: But if you're the fourth highest paid right now, and right now is where the highest contracts are, you have to be the fourth highest paid ever.
0: I, I gotta think Emmett was was in there at one point now Emmett
2: Emmett Dog. Emmett got paid back in the 90s There's no way that those contracts can compete with what these But that's are how getting bad
0: left. running backs been getting paid though. I mean we we gotta look it up. I mean yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that was like twenty years ago. It can't be
2: Emmett. But it, that would be sad yeah. if it is. That's crazy when you think about it that way. All right, one more thing about NFL before we uh, move on in the show. Um, There's another sexual harassment lawsuit filed against foreign players in the NFL Network, man. What's going on over at the NFL Network that they keep, like, uh, you know, me and people, man? Man.
1: <laughs> hey, I don't know, hey, man. You guys ain't got no boys for You ain't got, got no boys for, no for that. That's a, hard one. That's a hard
3: one to touch. Pause. Slow it down. um, Rape rape culture, the culture of people who play or come from an aggressive sports culture, taking it, demanding it, having it. I'm the man. Never being told no. Not used to being told no. Here's
2: what I know. Here's Um, what I know. I know that the NFL seems more upset about um, the national anthem than it is. That's all I'm going to say about it, man
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah this, this is the first This is the first time this is being reported I haven't seen it on the four letters in, at all But, yeah, I mean, you know, you know what it is Y-X-Y
2: what yeah, you know yeah, why man. Yeah, this is true, man Hey, Phil, man, listen, man You want to hang around, you can, it's up to you, man You're more than welcome, man, you know, but, uh up to you, but otherwise, man, we appreciate the calls. You got things you gotta do, but if you want to hang around with us, just let us know. You know what I mean, you're more than welcome. I'm gonna,
0: we I'm call. I'm am I'm 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 let y'all rock. I'm about, I'm about to get into this groove. Yes, as always, fellas, you you know, it's always, dope talking to to, hashtag, the, uh, to the generals. We appreciate everything delight. y'all do, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, shout out to the three man weed. You know, my 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 uh my favorite you know, three guys. We man. gotta get y'all back on the on the tape, man. Uh, I want. Yes, we, she's she's we gotta. She's 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 a, podcast uh, we can We can uh
2: Podcast Voltron. You already know Phil's a definitely pitching the tape podcast. So you are the podcast guy, man. What's up, man? What's up with your other shows, man?
0: Hey man, uh we 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 had to do some revamping uh life. Life sometimes gets in the way of, of you being great, but uh on the couch with the Wilson <laughs> is uh, about to re up. You know what I mean?
3: For oh, ah, a new season.
0: Yeah, yeah man, you we are,
2: are a new oh, man. All right, so salute to you, Channel man. Thank you for the call. Thanks for rocking with us on football, man. And um, you know, we'll be talking to you, brother. See you, see you in the chat. No doubt. Peace. All right, peace out, homie. All right, we got a call on line, but we're gonna get you in a second, brother. Um, before we do, because I wanna move the show along, but before I do that, I wanna tell everybody to check out our website at WarroomSports.com. While you're on there, you know, just take your time and peruse the site. There's a lot of great stuff there. You can click on the contact us tab. Send us a message about our company, our show, or if you want to inquire about uh, sponsorship, advertising, you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, young ladies that just, never mind. Um, For general inquiries, email us, (laughs) and that's info at warroomsports.com. While you're browsing the site, click on the memorabilia tab by War Sports Merchandise. Click the blog tab to read our latest articles in the All's Fair and Sports and War blog. Click all the icons and tabs to follow us on every social media platform. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. You can watch our webcast at Warham Sports TV. Everything is right there on the site. You can also download our free Warham Sports mobile apps, and that's for Android as well as iOS. Listen, man, everything that I just talked about on the go right through our mobile apps. You can get that at the website. Right now, join the JW Philly Realty chat room and you can do that by going to blogtalkradio.com slash the warroom. Shout out to uh, you know, Kevin, the chat room who holds us down every week. Skyview out there, even though you're a Raiders fan, i forgive you, good brother to you holding the chat down. Um, and then the end of the chat room, you can sign up for a free profile at Blog Talk Radio. If you don't want to set a, pre- a free profile up, just use your social media account. Everybody has to have a Facebook or Twitter account. You can use that, set up your account, jump right in the chat room, and while you're at it, click follow to get updates and reminders about the show. We're going to be taking questions and reading posts from Facebook, Twitter, the chat room. Um, We've got our group app that everybody's in. We'll be tripping on the day. If you're calling to speak with us, call the Digital Extreme Technologies Hotline. We have calls on the line now. I'm about to get to you in a second. That number is 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. And if you're already listening from your phone, press 1 when you want to talk. Um, We're about to talk about what happened while you were on the grind. But before we do, let's get this brother on the line. He's going to hold for a minute, uh, calling all the way from California. Hey, Rob, what's going on?
4: Hey, can y'all hear me?
2: We can hear you good, brother. What's up?
4: Yo, what up? what's up, man? It's your boy, Dick Rob, a.k.a. Yo, lay down wood like, the, like a lumberjack. Before I get started, man, I just want to say, yo, shout out to the Phillies. You know what I'm saying? They're on top of the division. It's been a long time coming. You know what I'm saying? They actually fixed the bullpen. I repeat, they fixed what? The bullpen. So, yeah, shout out to the Phillies, man. Yes,
2: sir. What's good, though, good brother? What you what you want, call to talk about? You still over there feeling uh, excited about basketball right now?
4: I think People
2: I, I was fan. You been in any Drew League games, man? Um,
4: I've I've been I uh, I'm very excited about the young core. Um Josh Hart is um is is coming i I mean the Lakers got so much young talent. I mean, first of all, shout out to Jeannie Bus, you know what I'm saying? Talk to Jeannie Bus. She um you know, in this day and age, you know, a lot, uh, you know, uh, we're seeing a lot of good women in power, uh, like for it be Jeannie Buss or one of Steinbrenner's daughter, from the Yankees, you know, uh, and she came in power. She made magic the HNIC, you know. He's just been bringing young, talented brothers in, and I think it's it's, it's good to see them develop, and I think – when you add LeBron and you add also Rondo and that type of championship leadership, I just can't wait to see how it runs up on the young players. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited, bro. I'm very excited. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up,
2: man. Like, you know, we'll see. Tom will tell how things play out. The Lakers set up a goon squad. It was like, basically, we can't score with the Warriors, so we're going to try to out-goon them. We're going to get LeBron and a bunch of goons.
4: So, so Draymond going to kick all the <laughs> In the news. Draymond ain't no gone. He just uh he just a, he just a oh. ugly fish, man. He's an Who ain't got no I mean, I I consider I mean, I consider K G a gone, but at the same time, you know, if you step up to a bully, he don't you know, he back down, you know, at, AKA you know, ask Anthony Pillar. you know what I'm saying, who gave him the elbow and K G just stood there. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah, K G and and, and and that's K D and ask KD how come he didn't do nothing to Kobe? Because you know he had buying him and he had Ronald Tessa in there. Like, y'all, what's good? So that's all and I got to say. Listen,
2: yeah. man, he, you gotta uh, people gotta understand when you watch KD. KD knew who to pick with. He ain't want no
3: smoke. Yo, with y'all don't want. I know, y'all don't want no smoke with Boogie though. <laughs>
2: this is a fact. This is a fact. <laughs> but, but, but but we got some mentally unstable cats in our roster that might want that smoke with Boogie. They might. They might.
4: I mean I mean shout to JaVel Mc shacking the full javelle McGee and his his beautiful wife Giselle. But yo, Giselle, yo, why'd you have, why'd you come well why'd you let him come in the house dressed like that to Aspies, man? I mean uh I but but, but, but anyway, I want to talk about I I, I wanna talk about football and I wanna give a moment of silence Okay, can you get a soundtrack for the world champions of the National Football League, the Philadelphia Eagles? You know, and, uh... the champion,
3: my There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. We real strong at the, <laughs> the cornerback position. I'm excited for this team. The same,
4: the same, the same Eagles who stopped, uh, who stopped uh, Matty Ice and Julio Jones and the Enzo three times. The same um, Eagles who... Eight who ate the purple, the purple eggplant. The same Eagles who took a shot on Tom Brady's eyes. You know what I'm saying? Who couldn't see what the <laughs> hell he was doing? <laughs> you know, the same. You know, I, I, I Yo, man, I like I, yo
3: Rob, yo Rob. I like, I like all of that except. I don't want you to say my team was eating eggplant. I leave that to EJ uh, Johnson. He 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 eats the eggplant. We we don't eat <laughs> eggplant over <eggplants>. here. <laughs> <laughs> hey Rob,
1: anything else you got to tell us, Rob? We got we got to move <laughs> on. Hey, anything else, man?
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, yo, yo, give me a second. <laughs> Yo, yo,
0: Vial,
2: <laughs> you, right? well, yo, you, yo.
4: you trying to twirly do You trying to kill him, man? He actually laughing, everybody man. <laughs> Vial was like, Vyasa was like, yo, pause, Rob, pause. But um, <laughs> uh, 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 also, 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 uh, uh, also shout, also shout to Dev, Dev ain't here. Shout to and shout to the dude Phil that was just here. He's a North Carolina fan. Yo, uh, yeah, I wish he was still here because I was. I, 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 when, when, when I saw when I cause I saw the new Jones the baby blue ones from North Carolina man, I was like I saw the Shekinah Glory dude. I was like man I gotta cop those even on layaway man.
1: But yeah <laughs> I think I think
4: man. But, but 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 on the real I think um because I want to ask y'all two I want to ask y'all one or two questions. But um I think the I think I think I think the Eagles time will tell. I predict a lot of injuries but I know this team's to fight and it's gonna fight back and they do we do wanna repeat. And, and 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 I know B. Austin is telling me and, and probably everybody just saying Dev just just enjoy the moment being champions. Just enjoy the moment. And I and you're right, just I'm I'm just gonna just try to enjoy the moment. Ne- next time I probably talked about how, how, how it felt. But um I, I don't ask one or two questions. It's more like a hip hop question. Uh hello? We listen to you. Go ahead, good brother. Yeah, we um, here,
1: man.
4: Okay, okay. The, what? How do you feel about? Um, uh, how come? How you say? How come uh, rappers like the game, or Fifty Cent, or I would say even a Ti didn't get as much criticism as uh, for for their style of rap? Rap, for their style of rap, as as to, a guys like the Young Thug and a um a Takashi, do you think is it be is it because of a of is it because their feminization, in the um in answer, the idiocy? I'm,
3: I'm gonna answer that, and then I'm gonna defer to, to to Jimmy. I'm just gonna say this: for all of the corny stuff that Jeezy on does, yo the game can rap. Like, he's lyrically proficient. Like, people forget because of his antics that he's a talented rapper and a talented writer. T.I. is another one. When he's, on his, when he's on his game and not sipping that lean, he can write. He can actually rap. 50 is a, is a different breed. I don't know that he's that talented lyrically. He's just one of the smarter uh, chess players and businessmen in the game. When you start bringing up those other cats, I'm not really that familiar with Young Thug's catalog because I don't support men that wear dresses. So I really have never, I've never really listened to any of his music knowingly. Um, and, And Tekashi, I don't really represent what he represents and I can't really relate to it. Like it has nothing to do with youth culture because there's young cats out here that I bangs with. Like they can go, but I really don't, that whole proliferation of 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 gang culture, especially on the East Coast, and me kinda understanding where it comes from uh on the West Coast and the fact that even though it it has it has a lot of negativity to it, it is still the cho they are still the children of the Panthers versus what it is on the East Coast, which is a little different. I don't really bang with that at all. So I don't really listen to him either. So I don't I don't really know how to answer that
4: beyond Go ahead,
2: well, for me, I think that when you say why they didn't get criticism, I don't even know if that's necessarily true. Because I mean, uh, I mean, rappers, rappers I
4: are I mean, the I mean, as far as nostalgia, as far as nostalgia, as far as nostalgia, yeah. like, why didn't the old heads criticize them as much as they criticize the, the, oh, they the, did. the, the they young kids did, now? It's,
2: it's just that the voices are louder now. So. As time goes oh. on in hip hop culture, you have guys guys are always being criticized. Like, you know, fifty cent was criticized. He 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 uses too much melody, his, his movies get too gangster. I mean, people criticize Snoop and Dre. They were they tried to ban them from selling their music. People have always been criticized. We're just living in a different a different day and age where now you have more access to see the 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 people getting criticized. People have always been criticized. Mm. So I don't think there's anything new. I think it's just now you can see because of social media, everybody has a voice. Um, so I don't even know if it's necessarily their message or, what they're, or what's being done. I just think we're in a different day and age. But I, I distinctly remember all of the artists you're talking about being criticized. T.I. was criticized all the time. A lot of it was his fault, though, for going to jail every five weeks. But at the same time, all of those guys did have their own form of criticism, um, because here's what you got to recognize in the world: you're never going to be able to please anybody, and people will complain about every and anything just to have some semblance of relevance. Um, so when it comes to the new guys, like the Austin said, a lot of times we not may not be able to relate to them. Um, so you know, but people, I, and people I, take But resources. I, I want to
3: ask: of- I the an- the answer you gave, and it, and it may truly be the way you feel, Jimmy. But I don't feel as though the talent, like I need to compare someone with similar. Similar talent, like I feel like the game. He's a corn. Don't get me wrong, the game is a corny, corny dude, but he can rap. Like he's a talented rapper. Like you could take all the corniness away, and the dude can rap. I don't so listen, know that that's listen, the case gotta, for Takashi Six Nine or or Young Thug. I, I just yeah, don't we're, know.
2: We're not talking about we're not talking about skill sets though. We're talking about the kind of criticism they face. And I'm old enough to remember that when Rem DMC came out, they were criticized by um, um, the Furious Five and all the Threes and Fours and all the Grand Masters and and Grand Wizard Ds. They criticized them because they were the new cats and they were doing something different. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so that's something that just happens. The old heads always criticize the young bucks. And you have some young bucks who kind of have styles similar to the old heads who they'll gravitate towards. This is just something that happened. Like, this is just something that happened. I remember Biggie and Jay-Z and Nas all being criticized. They talk about drugs too much. They do this, that, and the theory. They talk about, like, old heads always criticize what comes after them. Like, and this happens in sports. It happens in music. It always happens, man. Like, this, it's just par for the course, man. It is what it is. Um, to my, my, so if my perspective is, like what you like and support that. If you don't like it, then keep it moving. People need to spend more time on this earth talking about what they like, as opposed to talking about what they hate. Anyway, Rob, man, thanks for the call. Thanks for the question. You got us, you know, on a whole different tangent. We appreciate that, though. That's a good question. Um, and thanks for listening and support as always, good brother. Word. Uh, I guess Rob got kidnapped. But thanks, Rob. Peace out. Um, yeah,
1: man. Rob will uh,
3: call up and Rob will call up and talk about eggplants and your hair text
1: you <laughs> yo word.
3: we got to talk
2: about uh, <laughs> we gotta talk about this thing of ours but before we do there's at least one story I have to talk about that happened this past week while you were on the grind and for those
1: who don't know
2: why you were on the grind is brought to you by sports the book smart people only read the sports written by a brilliant author you can get this book at sports the or right at our hub or sports.com it's the greatest sports book ever written it is the illmatic of sports book. So, make sure you grab it. That's Sports the Books. You can get it at com or com. There's one story that I got to talk about. is It's kind of uh, sports related because it talks about Floyd, Money May, and the Money Team. Um, you know, as, as our brother Dev says, he has a domestic dispute going on with his uh, one time BFF, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, who was just talked about by Rob. Um, What's your perspective on this? I know that even if you haven't been following along directly with what they've been saying to each other, you're on social media so I'm, I know you're pretty aware that these guys are going back and forth <sighs> now. What's your opinion, man?
3: Uh, I think they're both first, they're both guys that love attention. Um, I don't think well, I don't think Floyd is intelligent enough to sustain it, but with the type of money he has, he can pay people to kind of come up with these funny posts or whatever. I think fifty does his own writes his own bars. Um I I, I don't know. I'm I'm I tune in from time to time. Some of what is said is entertaining. I'm not really a fan of either, but I'm much, much less a fan of funny gay weather. Um, then I'm, you know, Curtis. So for me, I don't stay as locked in on that shenanigan as 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 a lot of us do. You know, as as far as I'm concerned, Floyd can drop dead, uh, eat an AIDS-infested oh. Nick with uh, AIDS on the tip. So I, I ain't really in the Floyd oh. All right. coward about this.
2: this this to me is unfortunate because. I was raised different, man. I, I was raised that if you got a problem with another man, you go speak to that man. The whole thing of going go online and back and forth, like that—that that to me is corny. Um, yeah. You know, I understand these guys. But they love. They're
5: both attention
3: whores. They're both yeah, attention so, whores.
2: But like to me, is it that serious? But at the same time, they don't—they don't, they don't kind of like cross the line. Where I don't know if there's any coming back from this, and. It, it's to me it's just it's real weird, man like I hate to see grown men like act like this like yo we grown men like we're we gonna talk about this we're gonna you know exchange hands or something but like the whole back and forth thing like and trying to expose someone who was one to me the show is that was never your friend because if someone is my true friend nah, I got nah, they, they can't they
3: can't possibly they can't possibly be friends that's a great point too Jimmy, because the type of friendship that they try and portray. Is only genuine if you grew up with that person, or you went yeah. through something serious with that person. Like City and Florida are, are, are entertainment friends; they're celebrity friends, so they ain't never been through anything to be as tight as they claim to be. So they were never friends; they were industry friends. Like,
2: and these, with so that's corny. So they're, 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 corny. They, are, they are exposing each other's like secrets, and that's kind of that's so trash to me. Like, listen. If, if I've ever called anybody my brother my homie, like I don't care if we have if we ever fallen out, we don't gotta message I'm not got a message i am not going to go expose you to somebody else. Like, yo, that's like that's like these that's like these these noodle dudes who will break up with a chick and then now you wanna like put their nudes out there. Like, y'all corny. It, man. Like, yeah, now you want You know what I'm saying? Yo, like you
3: know what I, mean? I, I just I just saw I just saw a very, very astute definition of ratting, of snitching and ratting, and this is not At all a shot at 50 It's kind of if the shoe fits You gotta wear it Mm -hmm. When you tell Anything That should be between us To other people It doesn't have to be the police It doesn't have to be the law enforcement Or the authorities Anyone that isn't with us But against us You are ratting So basically they're both ratting On each other
1: yeah, that's what a just, rat is.
3: That's what snitching is. They're, you're telling, you're telling secrets that are exposed for other people's consumption, and some of those people are our enemies or yeah, are so against us. so you, never, you're they ratting. Had, they
2: never had, they never had genuine. They never were cool. Because my thing is, it man, is. I feel, I fell out with people over the years. I never like went to expose. That's, that's that's trash. That's corny, man. Like, and it just rubs me the wrong way now. Um, I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't, I don't understand anything no more, man. Because, like you know, from Fifty Story and everything we know, like the environment he grew up in, he has to know what this is, unless he's just at the point now where he's like, yo, I'm just gonna entertain these people and and do whatever.
3: See, and that's the problem. That's the problem that I have with I have with Fifty. The problem I have with (laughs) Fifty is I don't think Fifty has any morals. Yeah, I think he's morally bankrupt. I think he does anything that sells, maintains his relevance, and therefore is monetizable for him to make, keep his lifestyle. Up. Like I don't think he yeah. subscribes to the moral code that you're speaking of from where he comes from. Like I think he grew up in that era. I think he comes from that, like geographically. You know, we don't know necessarily know who his exact OGs are other than Jam Master Jay but I don't think he subscribes to the moral and character code that you're referencing because I think he's willing to sell anything. To and, and you know down. what? And
2: it's funny because I was having a conversation with the brothers in our group chat, salute to them. And I was like, you know, growing up where I grew up, I knew a lot, I knew a lot of cats like 50. I said, and the funny thing is, oh, one thing they all had in common is they've been shot before, but some cats who get shot and they just stop caring about every and anything like 50 don't care about nothing, including his son, family, the whole nine. You can't beef with a cat like that though. There's no wins in that. So my thing is, like, if you got to ignore him, and and Floyd it comes in because he feels as though, like, what he's achieved financially makes him exempt from everything else. Like, that's his go-to. Like, I got money.
3: Having
2: having money don't mean it's... I
3: know know from personal experience, I don't think there are many people walking the face of the earth with lower self-esteem than Floyd Mayweather. Like, personally, I've seen it up close in person or like I've witnessed how I don't even want to call it feminine because I don't want to disrespect femininity and and women. Like it's, he has such a low opinion of himself and he is completely defined by two things, his ability to box and the money that he has. Like outside of that, he has no confidence in anything else. So you already know where that's going to lead. He's a wounded animal messing with 50 who's a guy who has nothing to lose and willing to sell out everything. So it's going to make for great entertainment, I guess.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, it's just sad to me, man. Coming, coming from where I come from and going the way I did, this is like so whacked to me, man. A um, couple more stories real quick while we want to grind. Your girl Serena, she says that um, she alleges discrimination in terms of the number of drug tests that she's subjected to. She feels like she's subjected to more drug tests than anybody else and she thinks it's discriminatory. Um, my only... My only I would, that I would is, say... <laughs>
3: this is America. She should, she should she should consult with her husband. Maybe he can relate and uh, Whoa. understand Whoa. where Crum is. From.
1: Uh,
3: in speaking with those folks, you know, he, got, he's, got, he's got the background. His I, wife. I,
2: got I got something real quick just because I want to see... Um, I want to see what your perspective is on this, right? Um... So there was a Michigan State player uh, who made a racist statement, right? And he was going to, like, leave the team and go play somewhere else. He was, like, a a fifth-year senior, I believe, a linebacker, Um, big-time player. But the coach said whether he left the team or not, he would leave that decision up to the black players on the team. He basically, uh, you know, used the N-word. And they they were getting ready to kick him off the team, but he said, I'll leave it up to the players. From everything I understand, the players kind of like you know forgave him, let him play. He's one of us. And then I want. What is it about us that makes us so forgiving?
3: Um, that's a great question. Great question. So, when you are. Well, let's face it. When you are the victim, a lot of times you haven't developed the moral comp. comp- you haven't developed the moral compass, or the actual spiritual character to be able to hold other people accountable for the oppression that they level against you. So at a certain level, you feel deserving of what is coming your way and you don't have the wherewithal or fortitude to stand up and say, no, that is unequivocally wrong. I don't accept that. I don't accept you because you're used to being in that position at some level. Even if it's not you directly, you may come from a lineage or parents or grandparents that are used to that oppression, and they've raised you and developed your culture around being used to and accepting of that, so I have to forgive it because I don't have any standing not to forgive it. If I choose not to forgive him, what's my power in so doing so? So that's that's what I feel.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with um – um, the religion we've been fed too. I've seen I've seen like you know Dylan Roof murder people and then they go to church and pray for him. Come on, cause anyway, I just want to ask you that question. Um, last story about that happened while you were on the uh, grind. There was a millionaire pro gamer. That's right. There are millionaire millionaires out there from playing uh video games. But um, he had a chick on his arm. She was considered the world's sexiest weather girl. Like um, you can look this up online. You know, um, so he had he had uh, out kicked his coverage, so to speak. But he actually got rid of her. He dumped her, and he said he had to dump her because his Call of Duty game was falling off. He wanted to spend more time on Call of Duty. So <laughs> my question is, do you do you, do you do you salute the dude for like um, sticking to what made him his bread, or do you think he's crazy because he already had millions in the bag and he bagged one of the baddest joints? And you know, so how, where do you fall on this uh, uh, line? I seen some people say, "Look, man, he know what butters his bread. He know he got her from uh, making the bread, so she's messing this game up. He gotta let her go."
3: Yo, I can't speak on it because I think it, there, there's two. It's almost like it's two ends. On one end of the spectrum, he's corny, and then if I go to complete other other opposite end of the spectrum, he's corny. But well, obviously, obviously he wasn't now, now, getting, he wasn't getting no wins.
2: Here's my question, mm-hmm. though. If I change this, right, and I don't say pro-gamer, if I say, like, yo, um, you know, one of the best basketball players in the world, like, cut their girl off because it felt like she was a distraction. They want to work on their game. Is this changing for you?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I
3: get it. I get it. I, I knew I knew that analogy was coming before the analogy came, so I get it. Yeah, why was why was that chick on his? I don't know enough about the nature of the relationship to speak to that.
2: All right, so here's my question: from from uh, from all the r- rumors, I don't know what's true, but they said that uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, his chick right now is Danica Patrick. So if it came out that Aaron Rodgers is like, look, I had to like slow this relationship down because I got to concentrate on playing quarterback. I'm trying to win another Super Bowl. I know a lot of cats that would be out there like, oh man, that's crazy. Like you know what I mean, like. But because this boy is a pro gamer, everybody went in like, "Yo." Anyway, just wanted to bring that story out because <laughs> I know, I know <laughs> how that will make you feel, man. But that's what happened this past week while you were on the ground. <laughs> wow. i he's putting money. Listen, man. Listen, man. Like I said, if you if you just change that and it's not and it's not uh, the fact that he's a gamer. Yeah, that chick is everything, man. But listen, though, real quick, Um, if anybody wants to call in and talk to us, 323-410-0012. And don't forget, always, as I have to say this before we do in the basketball, warroomsports.com is the hub. Make sure you check us out there. But it's definitely time to talk about the NBA. And this is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technology. Listen, if you still got one of those WIC sites and your site is trash, and let's face it, that's what it is, You got to cut that out. You got to hit up Digital Extreme Technology. How do you do that? DigitalExtremeTech.com or you call 267 205 4203. Get you a custom website and you get hooked up by saying, Yo, I heard about Digital Extreme Tech on the war room. They'll take care of you. Make sure you do that because right now it is time to talk about this thing of all. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Blow is trash. Yo, anyway, um, listen, man. First thing we got to talk about, we talked about earlier players from Baltimore. We got Melo from Baltimore, uh, who's getting paid a gazillion dollars not to play, but he's going to sign with the Rockets. So my question is, does this make the Rockets a better team having Melo um, on their roster? Like, will this make them a, a bigger contender? or hold them back? Because remember, they lost Trevor Ariza replacing him with Melo, what does this do for their team in the, in the grand scheme of things?
3: i realize that it's popular to trash Melo at this point in his career because when compared to the ultimate contemporary, he doesn't really stand a chance because LeBron has not fallen off, at least not noticeably. Um, offensively, when you miss 27 straight three-pointers and you need someone to get the, get the ball and post up between, say, seven and I'll call it 16 feet and get a bucket, they now have that. They now have that. When it's time to get an easier bucket or someone who can post up back to the basket and demand, a double team, although Mello is not known for his passing out of that situation, they now have that. So offensively, I feel like it it helps. I don't even want to say it improves, but it helps. Defensively, Mello was trash in his prime. <laughs> Mello's even worse now. Because, Yo, and, that's my, and, and don't get me wrong, that's my man. That's my man. Like, I love Melo's game, and I'm not mad at him because there's a lot of guys that fall short of the glory of Jordan and Kobe. So there's a lot of guys that I like that fall short of of being a two-way defensive player. But Melo was never that good. now he's even worse because you can't put him on a small forward. He gets his doors blown off. You can't put him on a power forward. He doesn't offer enough resistance. So defensively, you you get rid of Trevor Ariza. That's his specialty. You get rid of Luke Bamute. That's his specialty. And you bring in Mello. What are you getting? So defensively, yeah. I can't blame on Mello because they already got rid of Ariza and Mute before they knew Mello was coming.
2: Yo, they're trying they trying to put up buck 60 a game and just outscore everybody. Because my thing is, you add Nulo, that that's that's like, Anthony Mello. Anthony so never cared about D. To- so my thing is, you add Melo, right, with his defensive uh, deficiencies. Let's call it that. And you already have Harden, the, the most valuable player in the league. Valuable player. Platinum. Defensive deficiencies. <laughs> what kind of defense are they going? What kind of what kind of buckets will they be giving up? Yeah. Interesting. Right?
3: They're going, they're going to be in triple digits. The opponent will be in triple digits every night.
1: So. <laughs> it's interesting, man.
2: It's very, very interesting, man. Um, another story, real quick, because we got about we got about good ten, twelve minutes left. Well, I want to ask you about um Demar Derozan because he is still right now salty about this trade. He feel he still feels like he's been wrong. Is it time for him to get 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 over it and move on with his life, or or like, do you feel any sympathy for him for how he was treated right now?
3: Um, I think I feel a little, I feel a little bad for him in terms of Toronto because obviously, I, I do believe he was lied to, but I, I, I have a hard time. I mean, it's a business, and why were you expecting that they would they would care? for you or reward loyalty like he can be angry at a individual personnel in at, in that front office but he can't be mad at the organization it's a business
1: It's Listen, a business
2: man it's like a dude right who was creeping with a chick while she had a dude and he and she left her dude and start messing with him and then she cheated on him and he get mad at her um you know yeah. what it is cut it out uh, here's my thing with the situation yeah. A lot of times I say that, right? I say exactly what I just said, and I laugh about it. But I was on YouTube, and there's, like, people, Toronto fans, like, and there's several videos like this on YouTube where people have, like, um, put together clips of him speaking about the team in Toronto throughout his career and made, like, long tribute videos to him. Yo, this boy said everything positive about Toronto. This boy, like, talked about wanting to be there for the rest of his life. He talked about the city, how he loves the city. He wants his family to grow up in mm. Toronto he wants to make this his home he doesn't understand how um star players in the past have left this place he'll never leave this place he got he um he says he could have got more money to play elsewhere but he took less money uh, to have them to be a raptor and to have them build a good team he talked about like yo everything positive you could possibly say this boy has said about the city
1: <laughs> and they
3: still
2: got rid of him yo so I, I see why you know they, still they...
3: Yeah, I get it. he put his he put his heart he put his heart into it. He put everything into it, and, and so you, I I understand it just as you understand. I get it. I get why he's angry. I get why he's hurt. But in a sense, that was his naivety, that that led yeah. to this, man. It's a it's a business, man. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you one thing, Kawhi, cause you ain't gonna have to worry about that with Kawhi.
2: No, no day, no day. Speaking of Kawhi, listen to this one though. The Jordan brand says that after his contract expires later this year, they're letting him go in terms of being an endorser. Um, they're saying this now. Yeah, I, I don't it. know what, based upon everything he did or the fact that no one's buying sneakers because the mute wears them. Like, like I don't even understand how, how you market Kawhi. What do you think about? It? You think yeah. get it. You know,
3: Nobody, they, it? it's an it's a it's an excuse they're using his behavior as a way and means to get up out from under someone that can't sell for them anyway.
1: Yeah. So they're going
3: to, you know, they're going to say that he's kind of dishonorable or we don't like negative publicity or they're going to use a media excuse to fall on the side of people who support San Antonio's position or support those Mm -hmm. that look down on Kawhi's actions but the reality is they gave this man an endorsement deal and there's probably no measurable value in what he brings to the table in terms of selling sneakers because he's not a salesman he doesn't have the personality to be yo I've never heard ball speak
1: Ever.
2: <laughs> yo it's been like four months that he said anything so first of all funny thing is I told you yeah. I, I think there's some power I, didn't, I didn't know
3: he was on brand Jordan I didn't know he was well, a Jordan athlete.
2: Kawhi Leonard might be the first athlete to never be misquoted. Anyway, um, <laughs> I get your opinion on this one, man. Because first off, before I before I give this story, I just want to take the time and I just want to apologize to the legend Moses Malone. I want to apologize to you every time, because um, you know you deserve to be apologized. Yeah. But listen, man, Kevin Love, he said, "Yo, Bron out." Y'all gotta pay me, and they cracked the bank open. They gave Kevin Love four years, one hundred and twenty million dollars to remain a Cavalier. So he, you know, he cashed out. They hit his cash app and, and gave him one hundred and twenty mil. What do you think about uh, Kevin Love now with the Cavaliers? What kind of season will he have?
3: Um, I, I get why you're apologizing, but I'm not. Right. I I think I lean. I lean more along the lines of uh, I lean more I lean more along the lines of dev like this dude is a quality five time all-star 20 and 10 guy easily so he's not a bum he's a very good power forward that being said I don't – $30 million a year seems very steep. I don't know the strategy behind this other than being able to dump the contract to be able to pull in other pieces in year two or year three of this deal. That's the only uh, thing that I can really think of because I – don't, I don't think he's, he's a bum. He's but in, not a 30 million.
2: I don't think he's a bum, but in retrospect, yeah. I went back and looked at the numbers he put up, the teams that he's played with, and I just don't think that he's yeah. as elite as elite as I once
3: thought he was because even in No, nah, he's not. He's probably not elite.
2: If you're, if you're yeah,
3: elite I wouldn't use elite. Mm-hmm. If
2: you're an elite player, you get to the playoffs. You don't you you might not win a game, like you might not win a series or a game, but if you're an elite player, like John Wall is going to get his team to the playoffs, right? Chris Bosch even got the Raptors yeah. to the playoffs. You're going to get a team to the playoffs if you're an elite player. He couldn't even get his team to the playoffs, and he put up a bunch of numbers in games that they lost, basically. So we got hyped up by, based upon the numbers that he put up, but they were meaningless numbers And he doesn't. He didn't do anything to help his team win. Um, I know that sounds crazy. But yeah. He Put up numbers, but but he didn't make the plays at the time they needed to make the plays. He didn't draw enough attention to. you know how we talked about Julio Jones. The same thing applies to basketball. When you're so talented that. Uh, or an Allen Iverson, when people say he, he didn't get his teammates involved. AI was so powerful that just by him walking up and down the court and you having to pay so much attention, he got other people open shots. Like, yeah. that's the one thing Kevin Love never yeah. did. So, I think that for me, and that's why I said I have to apologize to the God, Moses, because Moses was like a once-in-a-lifetime guy. This guy is not that.
3: Um, Mo- Moses was elite. Moses was definitely elite.
2: So, that's all um, I'm saying. I'm not calling him a club, but I don't think that he's elite. But he got $30 million. That's I, he's I have
3: him. Um, I have them 24 24 and 11. I have them 24 and 11. I don't have the Cavs. I don't have the Cavs being a playoff team or or really anywhere near it without LeBron and and only Kevin Love. But here's the thing. I would like to have a counter to your argument, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like the Cavs have the talent for me to present an argument because – they're not going to have any talent at other positions that's meaningful, and allow them to win games. So even if Kevin Love averages twenty-eight and fourteen, they're still not a playoff team, no matter what all he right, does. But here's my question: So what if can Kevin, my argument be? All
2: right, if Kevin, if I switch out Kevin Love and put LeBron in that team without Kevin Love, do they make the playoff?
1: Well, Same exact yeah, but
3: I mean LeBron. LeBron, LeBron is is an argument for the greatest player of all time. Like LeBron right, is in the on. top ten let's not,
2: let's not players that ever.
3: If I replace yeah.
2: uh, if I replace him with Kevin Durant, do they make the playoffs?
3: Yo, let's let's get out. Let's go back. Let's go down to saying, a player in a, Kevin I'm Love's I'm, realm. Let's go boogie. Let's go Boogie. If you replace him with Boogie, is he better than Boogie? No. Boogie, Boogie. I don't know if Boogie makes them a playoff team, but I think Boogie is better than Kevin Love.
2: Okay. All right, with that being said, man, we got a couple minutes left, man. I got to ask you a question about this, right? So we know where Dwayne Wade is in his career. He's going to tail him in his career, but he got offered three years, $25 million to play in China. Now, we know he has a brand over there in terms of sneakers. But um, I saw Steph Marbury go on Twitter and say that, yo, the team that offered him this is like basically in Siberia. It's like not even one of the more populist places yeah. in China. But they tried, to, yeah. they know that too, which is why they tried to crack, <laughs> open the bank. They backed the truck up for him. Um, if you're D Wade at yeah. this point in his career with his brand, with, with his, what he's doing, do you take this money or do you just like not need the money and you just stay in the league and get a couple mil?
3: The answer the answer should be based on whether or not he wants to play basketball and whether he wants to pursue a new challenge. Like, that's the entire answer. Um, I don't think it should come down to a monetary decision. Um, he, he can stick around. He's 36. He can stick around for another two seasons and mm-hmm. make – three to five million dollars per season. If mm-hmm. I'm his agent, I go back to China, I negotiate, and I get that offer up to ten million per. If they're willing to pay thirty million dollars for three years, I don't know. If he wants to still play ball, I would take that offer. I know, but he got a Hollywood little
2: I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting interesting thing though. Interesting. I don't know about taking yeah. that too cause I mean the funny thing is initially I was like, damn you gotta take that. Then I saw stuff like breaking it down. I was like,
1: uh. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, he did. So. He did. Steph did a great job. Now, Steph has made a hell of a living over. Steph has turned himself into a Hall of Fame player. Steph's going to the Hall.
5: You
2: know, that's interesting. That's interesting because I I, I, I want to see how that plays out. Like, I've heard other people make the I'm, argument. I'm, I rooting, I'm rooting
3: for it. I'm biased. I know it's nostalgia. He comes from our era, our generation. So, I'm rooting for him because of that. But I'm looking at it legitimately. It's the basketball hall of fame. He had a decent college career. He's still nineteen and seven in the NVA. And you know you know what argument we, we gotta make at that point. You're nineteen and seven. They let Joe Dumars in. They let Mo Cheeks in. Ah, so why not step? Num- oh number wise. Then you go to China and, and he's been in China for seven seasons. Four of those seasons, he was like 20 and 7 over there. Some of them see he's like 26 and 9. Listen, you know what man. I'm saying? Like, he just now fell off at like 40 years old. He's averaging like 16 a game, but he's Yo. still, like, he legit can go.
2: Listen, all I'm going to say is, man, run up on him at the light. You might lose your life. Anyway, um, salute to Strawberry, man. <laughs> um, I don't know if I would take this if I'm D Wade, man. Uh, Dwight Howard, I just want to tell Dwight Howard to stop spitting weak bars about his NBA journey. Um, because now he's, he's moved on to the new team yeah. from the Washington.
3: Yo, it is yo is he is he going on TV? Damn near crying, looking, talking. Like, yo, he is so soft, man.
2: Jeez. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man. Because he, he, I thought, like at one point when they went, through, when he took that team to the finals, he definitely took them there. I thought he was on his way, and then something clicked. A lot of people say he got injured. I don't know, man. But we got to get out of Yo, here not, anyway. A lot of, a lot of a lot of
3: NBA players say he's, he's not good in the locker room. Like, he's not
1: yeah.
3: as, as jovial as he looks ex- on the exterior. Like, he's not a good teammate.
1: But go we, ahead. We, we got to go. Here, Thank you, This is
2: Joyce for another Brief in the World. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, t- uh, Facebook, Twitter, in our group chat. Everybody, shout out to you, those we can get to. We apologize. Tune in next week live right here on Demand. We're going to catch you up on everything happening in the world of sports. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week, and you know, make sure you come back and check out check us out next week. Be sure to catch our conversation, Facebook, Twitter, and you catch everything we do. As I said throughout this show, how do you do that? At warroomsports.com, better the hub. Also, pick up a copy of my book, Sports the Book, at sportsthebook.com or at warroomsports.com. So until next time, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top.
1: All the blueprint, yo. Every Thursday, six to eight, they do this. Ah. Shout out to Dev, PJ, be off and pay on replay. Uh. WarroomSports.com. Get that mobile app, it's knocked out. Call it 323, double O12. If you going and you sensitive, then oh well. yeah, Physical Podcasts the tough push Show Showtime like magic and the pop push Looking alive, push one to join in uh, Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment Hip uh, hop dollars, uh, pit stop and knowledge uh, Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college uh, Five guys, no beast though Sports drift, but the streets know uh, Belafonte, I got a G-Flow, KC, uh, I'm in deep mode, two hours, get your game up, who's uh, the best sports cap? you better name us, World of Sports.